<laughs> and it was good enough. It was good enough. Until you start getting high-level pussy, you're like, that's good enough. That I think that's what... I don't think a man would fix his place up if he didn't have to bring somebody over. You know the fable, the story? It's um, So they see a man, um, brings his girlfriend or brings his wife to go see his friend. His friend's a bachelor. And he goes to his apartment and he goes, oh, my God, it's a mattress on the floor and a TV leaned up against the wall, and that's it. <laughs> and it's like, damn. And they leave, and, and the, the woman is like, damn, your friend. It's like, it just shows you how bad men live without a woman. Like, they can't live right. And then the man goes, no, no, it shows you how little we need without a woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's, that man's happy. <laughs> He's fine with his mattress and his leaned-up TV. I, I used to stay in this apartment. The only, I think the only person who I say was Dre. But, yeah. Yeah. And everybody, it's all, everybody here, like, are definitely illegal immigrants. Yeah. Besides me and the trans couple that lives next to me. <laughs> that was doing it in sections, so to speak. Like, Every oh every one two boob, months another boob. It's a, it's some um, it's yeah. like do it in the sections. Right? <laughs> do it in addition to the house this week. Yeah, a lot of fights, a lot of fights. They do a lot of arguments. Man, um, I only talked to in that whole apartment. I only talked to a seven-year-old Mexican boy that lived below me, and our deal was watch my apartment while I'm on the road. And I would give him five dollars. Inside that apartment, yeah. I had a small DVD player and a air mattress. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> this is this is where I could cook in my kitchen. Yeah. No furniture in the front. No that. And you probably can't miss me on any of the movies that I had, bootleg movies, all of them bootlegs I bought from the ball shop. <laughs> um, I, I, I watched, and I had, a, I had a nice little collection, and I didn't need much because I wasn't there like that. In my clothes, and my, my tortillas, and tiles, and like clean, clean spot, I didn't need to, to redo it. So I remember this, this this lady had got in a situation where she needed an apartment. I was I was paying the, the rent there just to keep the apartment, but I was living somewhere else. I sent her over there. I said, hey, you could stay there for a while if you need to. That's right. She was like, ugh. It's gonna be terrible. She's like, I'm like, <laughs> and they should look at how you actually live. Like, wait, I thought it was fine. Is it not? <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't want to live over. I don't want to live over there. I said, well, what do you I'm mean? not the person that's homeless. <laughs> oh, but person, don't you know? <laughs> but like, you know what? Beggars actually can be true. Just you look bad. And like, and what's crazy is my 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 um look one of my friends got in a situation needs someone to stay, and 
ten more ad places to pay for like three more months. Man went over there and was like, "Yo, can you resign the lease for me?" Cause they loved it, loved it, and stayed there for a long time. So they went down and got their own their own lease. They had been living there. Wow. It's like man, people see it for what it is. It's a, it was a it was a clean place. It may not have been all, because I think it was good to, to her because she wanted all the newer appliances and all that. Man, it's a roof. So I let a couple of kids stay at my house, the young comics. Not at my house, in my apartment. I moved, but you know, you overlap. Yeah. So you had that week of like whatever. And I was like, uh, I was like, um, hey, if you need like a place, like, I don't know, you're here. Like, yeah. there's literally nothing in that old apartment. But like, not even an air mask. It's all been moved, but it's a. It's. I got the keys another week, and they're like, "Fuck yes!" Yeah. And they just got like, I'm like, you can borrow some blankets. Yeah. Until the week, and they were like, this saved me a fucking rent a uh, hotel in New York price for a week. Oh yeah. Slept on the floor and loved it. Hey, don't get high. Don't get high taste, and you'll be fine in life. Yeah. I think people look at other people and like, yeah, I want my, want my TV to float. In my living room, like I was watching, and, you know, and, and, like we we got the um the vacuum, the little dust rumba that, that goes around a little yeah. circuit. Thing. Man, that is the creepiest damn thing. It's always on, right? It's, and it never goes back to its base. <laughs> and we got the 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 the, the high the little we wanted with American Express yeah. the points or what they sent it. Man, it was ah, it was just the creepiest thing. Just like hell, no! Nah. <laughs> watching us. You know it's gonna turn on you eventually. <laughs> it's gonna get like it's gonna realize what it is, and then it's gonna be like, why do I? Why am I on the floor and they're on the couch? And then it's just gonna. And it, when you sleep, they're gonna finish you. I robot. Mm-hmm. It, I, it knows the whole layout. You can't run. It, it got it all. It got it mapped We've out. Been everywhere. <laughs> just lasers the whole thing. Like fuck. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, giant game of lava, you know. Like if I touch the floor, I'm fucked. You gotta jump from tabletop to tabletop, like Kill Bill. It's like, man, I'm saying, I just don't trust it. Yeah, because it looks like it looks like that thing off Big Doug, the old game. Big Doug. And now it's got legs. And yeah, see the pops up. Oh, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. There, yeah. Is there a big reggae scene in uh in Houston? Yeah, that's what you're into. Yeah, dance hall. It's a big, it's a big regulation. They um, they have a um, a juve in what? Sounds like a fucking like derogatory term right at me. It's <laughs> <laughs> a, a Caribbean festival. Juve? Yeah, it's man. People will be, it's it's a wow. Like look it up one time. Just go juve. Go, I will. Go, and it's a it's literally a, the wildest. I saw so you Yeah. Uh, it's like the wildest party, really. That you, because it's it's a part of like carnival. Oh wow! And it it's ridiculous, man. People be spraying water and foam and mud and uh. I I was at one a juve one time. A dude had a cape on with all this oil, all this. Black oil on it with a diaper with a tampon that was like a it was like a swimsuit though, and he had a pig's head on a on a thing and he just threw the party. 
say, I'm like, yo, it was bananas. <laughs> it was bananas. My man Father Terry was on the on the water cannon, and he was just spraying the whole audience. It was berserk. They do carnival in. My friend from Trinidad, he was like, dude, you've heard of, like, Mardi Gras. That's all a version of what we fucking got first. Yeah. And and I've been to I've been to Carnival in Brazil. Uh-huh. They do it there. Oh, my goodness, man. And then finding out, I'm, I'm doing it in Rio. And I find out that... That's um, B-Squad? That's B-Squad. Wow. Because San Paulo is, duh, on a whole other level. And then Trinidad is on a whole other level. Trinidad Tobago is on a whole other level than that. Like, woof. I was in Ecuador and they had like they have like a few like every town, every town of little region has their own like indigenous flavor. Mm-hmm. So they have different festivals all through the year, different like regions. And a lot of them are like influenced by a few people that came over. So that carnival will have like silly string spray. And like I got Goranda or something like that, and then if they find any like whites, so like we got a green go, and then they just fucking chase you down. I, I need we we need to go we need to go together. Um, the Muslim and the Jew with you. <laughs> I love uh, that. Oh, <laughs> festival. Yeah, like we just, we just travel. We just travel and go to the wildest festivals. And see how many we can we can do, and we just like yo. The last festival was at was bananas, but now we in Ecuador. Yeah, and seeing this other one, seeing this other berserk festival. They have the Mama Negra in uh in one of the towns, and uh, the story was it's like a black woman had a, a volcano exploded, and it was like running down, and it was running around her. Like she was on this little like rock that was untouched by the lava, She's holding her baby. And fucking shaking a fist at the fucking volcano, and every year now they have someone gets named the Mama Negra for the Whoa. year, and it's a white dude who gets dressed up as a black woman, face paint and all. They don't have a history of blackface, so they're, they don't think it's at all racist. So like it's an honorary thing about this woman, and he's the honorary. It's like Mardi Gras captain or whatever, and then they dress up and they have a big parade. They have a bunch of other like characters. Look, look, it, this, this is how American people start seeing it. Can they can't find a black woman. Can they find a black woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I was like, "What?" They weren't even looking. <laughs> I was reading it wrong. <laughs> They're like, "Yo, Ali, I saw you on there. You changed it." I'm like, yeah. "My man, it's their thing." Like, yeah, that's what, that's what Lewis said. Gomez said about um, catcalling. He's like, "That's our culture. That's Puerto Rican culture." And then these white people came in and gentrified our neighborhoods, which is fine, whatever, you know, get your yeah. bunch of rent, you want to come, okay, whatever. But then it's not only that, not only are you raising our rents because more of you guys are here, if you won't let us do our culture anymore, catcalling is part of who we are. <laughs> and my mom, like, ah, you. And now he's like, now we're not allowed to even be Puerto Rican anymore. <laughs> that's it. Man, that's a, that's, a, that's a big thing when somebody tries to find a fence for something that's a part of you. It's like we were talking about before. It's, you're looking at it through your lens. And not through their lens. Like, it's not even the right lens. It, it, it's the, I'm sorry, you need to go back to lens crafters. It's, it's like, it's not even, the, it, I think that's a, that would be a a different take on something when, yeah, we should like, go to festivals. Just go to, and be like, yo, this is bananas. 
and go to the Festival of Flowers in Holland. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Way different. <laughs> way different than Mardi Gras. Way, and, and we we'll start, we'll start in New Orleans. We'll start in New Orleans, we go to Mardi Gras. Sure. He's like, yo, this is, this is a, this is a, a a sort of festival. Okay, a, wow. A vomit fest. <laughs> it really is. It really is. They're just making money off people urinating public. Like, Yo, it is. I'm sorry. This is just, this has to be the, the, not self-respect. <laughs> Calgary, they stampede. Uh, and it's like a lot of debauchery. Then you go to, have to go to an ICP festival, like the gathering of the juggalos. For real degenerate behavior. <laughs> real, like, people fucking in a parking lot with a bunch of other people drinking fucking Sago around them and just, like, watching. <laughs> and they're like, hey, let's go to somewhere classy now. Now we'll go to San Paolo. And like, oh, clear the palate. <laughs> they got it all mapped out. This, this is the show. Yeah, yeah. And, and this would be, this run for, this would be old. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> go to the Cocoon Fest. It's a new... Elderly fans think that's going on the same time. Everybody's old. You ought to see the chicks on Dwayne. Oh, uh, they've got their knees. She's fucking kicking them up like a hacky sack. Oh, that would be fun. <laughs> man, I'm going to be the best. That is like, yo, man, this show is fucking ridiculous. Like, you just at festivals, you're at things, just going to things that happen. The, and making sure that we not, man, Anthony Bourdain, I'm, I'm, that was he got yeah. right you see that documentary on yeah I didn't know who he was like that I just thought he was a cooking guy yeah and he did a real 180 he was like I was I got famous as a cook guy as yeah. this guy who tells you about restaurants and then it's like I mean I guess we'll touch on that but I'm a traveler now yeah oh he but was I'm also looking for love in Literally all the wrong places. You don't look in Hollywood for the actresses for love. Johnny Depp's just learned that now. He learned it then in Bourdain. Uh, and I'm like, whoa, man, I'm, I, man, it, it's 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 weird. And you, and you definitely don't go looking for love with money. That's one of the things, the domino effect. I'm just in this special. Is you touch on that? I, I, it's a, it's about that. It's. It's always, it's always because you see how it, how it spirals down. I didn't even know Johnny Depp was even going through anything, and and then all of a sudden, boom! Country world, you wouldn't, shouldn't have to know. I, I heard this is, this is how I caught on when it, it was said. I, I read a, a headline that said, "Yeah, Johnny Depp is no longer playing Jack Sparrow." And I was like, what? I guess he's done with it. I'm like, I guess he wanted to retire. Weird. I'm like, why? And then, Disney, then I see another Disney drops. I'm like, for what? Allegations. They're always just doing allegations. Never looking at stories anymore. It's allegations. The allegations? Didn't come up. She shit on my bed. That didn't, I wasn't part of that original story. <laughs> Can you imagine staying with a chick? She shit on your bed, and then you stayed with her. There's so much to break down there. Also, how good must that pussy have been? Seven million dollars. What? That's what she was supposed to have played in her in her in her settlement. She got seven million dollars from him, and a lot of money for no longer fucking. And she said she didn't want. I don't want anything from. Her. I'm giving it all to charity. 
So I done went down this rabbit hole. And what charities? What charities you get into? Now I'm listening to the, this lady interrogator. You, did you pledge or did you donate? Well, I pledged it, and that's how you end up donating. So, long story short, she hasn't given them the money. And she said, why you haven't given them the money? You had the money. I was being sued. He's like, no, you had the money long before you were being sued. So, it's so great when you have, because these are the arguments, and you're like, and you think of it later, you're like, wait a minute, no, you you, 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 you lied. That, that was before I even said that thing. But now you have a fucking professional lawyer, <laughs> like, fighting for you. Oh, it's got to feel right. It's a woman... There's question another woman is like she knows all the tricks. I know, man. I don't think women have ever been under the pressure of a woman who want to know something, and you get interrogated. But she's acting. I'm like, Ugh! like also it, like a chick when she's cornered and she can't get out of it with logic, she'll just start crying, right? And the man will cave. And the, a woman interrogator will just go, "I'll wait till you're done. Here's a tissue. I'll be right here. We're waiting for this question." The, the, I'm to my soon as you finish with all that snotting and, and, and you can roll on the ground. I'll be right here with that same ass session. I'll be here waiting on your ass. Wow. <laughs> wow. You know, just, ma'am, are you done? Can we move on? So the money did go to or didn't go to? Do you have any receipts for that? <laughs> wow. She don't give a shit about nothing. Cold-blooded. Like, I never fucked you. You have, you have no effect on me. Your tears mean nothing. You can cry me a river, I mean, you man. You thought Nazis were fucking cold-hearted. <laughs> this shit doesn't let anything. At least the Nazis are like, I'm, I'm going to kill you, but I'm conflicted. I, I do feel a little bad. But he's <laughs> like, I feel nothing for you. <laughs> I feel absolutely nothing. Where is the $7 million? Did you give it to him or not give it to him? I love it. It's like, no, I just, it's just, I just wanted support from the public, so I said it. But no, I never wanted to. <laughs> Uh-huh. Pledge is not banding. I love <laughs> Turns out I actually could do a lot of good things for myself with $7 million. I'm not really a working actress. I get an occasional part. And that's, that's the... It makes me want to fuck her. That's the girl. It must be great. Man. She must get you from coming on a level. Of, what the fuck? I love you. I, I don't... That, does that exist? That kind of it, that it has to. That, it's it, not it, like Johnny Depp had never got laid before. I could see if it was some like virginy guy who only fucked two women. They got his first freak. Johnny Depp, he must have fucked back in the day in the Twenty One Jump Street days. He must have fucked three it, different hot chicks a week. And and you know what's weird? You would think that. Yeah. You would you would you would, you would think that because you, that's how you picture it. You like ah, I would be right. if I was Johnny Depp. Come on now. All oh, no. I need every, I need everyone else. I'm like on the way to line it up. Yeah. <laughs> and then you come to find out like some of these guys who you thought was cool and then you hang around and you be like You're just a cock with money. Yeah. I fucking see why. Yeah. This tick owns you. Yeah. My buddy said this, he goes, You always see people cheating. They'll they'll score with like what their status is. Like Rob Williams would say. He would score with who a fucking movie star Rob Williams get, but he would cheat with who he thought in his head he was. And that was developed at 16, before he was anything. He was just Rob Williams, yeah. you know? He didn't have anything. And so, so he'll, he'll, like, marry a nine, he'll cheat with a five. Yep. Three. Three. Whatever. <laughs> really? I don't know. Yeah. I think I'm cute. Yeah. 
I'm a, and that's how the three. Well, that's how the lady at Waffle House, a Tiger Woods, <laughs> the friendly waitress or whatever it was, becomes a goddamn millionaire. Cause yeah. Yeah, because she was like, I got in there. I don't know. I'm surprised he's fucking me. Like, <laughs> I, I, probably by the end of my life, some gothic chick uh, have some some small child by me. I'll be 70. You're the goth chicks? Man, it's crazy. You like goth chicks? Out of nowhere. You out of no? You can't predict. You can't justify. <laughs> very surprising. Like, <laughs> Black hood Muslims. That, those worlds don't overlap with goth chicks. Song. I mean, not even a, in a in a Morrissey concert. You know, <laughs> so if you were Mexican, maybe. I, I don't see how you would even come. That's just that's hilarious. Probably. That's hilarious. It's out of nowhere. Wow. It's like I, and what's and what's weird. I, I don't. It, this is what this is what people know about me who really know me. Like I met. I remember the dude told me, "I oh, mean, you must get playing here." Yeah, I'm like, and he'd be like. No, weird man, right? <laughs> nice. No, like I, I don't, I don't approach women like that. But I, I could, I don't know. I just look at you, and it, and it's, and it's once again, you, you nailed the age. That's been since like fourteen. Really, it was just your thing, and you can't get rid of it. And because a, a a girl said something really rude to me at fourteen, and I was like, I haven't approached a woman since then, like. You just deal with women that surround you. And you're like, dude, you got me. Right. But I saw this guy. It was like she was, I was like, I don't know why I was intrigued with what she was doing. And it's like they always. It's so funny to me. I don't know. It's like a redhead, man. It's only two kinds of redheads. One that's gorgeous and one that's not. Disgusting. It's like, yeah, it's like should have been aborted in the womb. Yeah. You ever hear Jay's joke about, I think he did on his last special about, about going down on redheads? Because they're, they're too, they're, their skin is too, like, light. It's like, you're going down on them, you can see what they had for lunch in the veins. Like, oh, you had, you had Mr. Pib, didn't you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> God, chicks. Weird. Out of nowhere. Happens. That's hilarious. Yeah, and it's just in you. It's just in you. You can't justify it or even fake it. I don't, I don't know what. Maybe, maybe the years that I, my dad was in the kiss, and I used to go to the concert, and really? he would be dressed up like you know, you know, like yeah, he's attractive. That must have been a good excuse for a black guy to, to join it because full makeup. You're allowed to wear full white face, <laughs> cat face, and just be like, I'm not black here. I'm just fucking dressed up like Kiss. Yeah. And then, wow, just enter another world. Yeah, Kiss and, and Parliament was like, Parliament, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that brought yeah. a lot of fucking dreaded up white dudes, yeah. snowy white dudes. That That's my dad. Really? Yeah, oh, oh, that's the pinnacle. Part George Clinton? Man, Pinnacle. Some once the universe of my own, but I was too sheltered. I hadn't even heard of him. I was a band, you know? Yeah. It was just wouldn't have been on top 40 radio. And I was like, what's the parliament? People are like, oh, really? Like, what is, what is that? They're playing on the quad, free show. And and uh, everyone's so into it. I was like, yeah. I was just faking it. I didn't hear, recognize a single song. I was like, this is great. It was just cool, but like not. I didn't appreciate it. <laughs> and now I'm like, I wish I could see them. Oh, yeah, I did. And I just didn't took it for granted. Yeah, like I know him. Know him. Yeah, I got like sleeve of tattoos. 
if you got like your legs tatted up, I'm just like helpless. <laughs> I'm just like I, I can't even say no. Was, and they're trouble. They're all trouble. Yeah. It's never like they're all. They're like, let me give you a massage. It's, it's never like a nice. It's not like a fight and it's fucking crazy. It's not about that. I just something's in there. <laughs> they all trouble. All yeah. of them. It's yeah. like this is like the person that is you. Anything that can go wrong in your life is gonna happen with this person right the here. People you can't say no to. Because if you were to use your head, I'm like, nah, nah, that's, that's, they, they make me mad, I'm not going to do it. You can say no to one you can't say no to. Like, I, I, me and a little person uh-huh. are never going to get in trouble together. Uh-uh. Like, yeah, and if they're like a jerk to you, like, hey, that's not cool, don't do that. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> hey, don't say that to me, that's not cool. Because <laughs> you, can, you, can you can let them be out of your life. It won't kill you if they're out of your life. That gossip, that's what we You have the upper hand here. It, it's... Man, it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> that's another domino effect. You'll find yourself losing half your house and half your goods. You're like, why? Well, because when I was 14, I fucked a chick with white makeup, fucking so yelled at me, and I couldn't shake it, and now it's. <laughs> it, it, yes, man, it's, it's, it's weird. It's, it's those things. It's like, I don't know one man, yeah. one man on the planet who grew up in my era that does not like Daisy Duke. Like, I don't, I I don't care what, I do not, Daisy Duke. And people are like, it's trashy, it's tacky. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're not even appreciating on that level. It's just, that brings us back to our our first boners. Daisy. First boners where your balls even got big. Everything got big. Bo Derek running on the beach. It's like, I remember. I remember well, Diana. Yep, yep. I remember Diana Ross like, in, in the fucking in, in in the park with the red dress on. It's raining, and it felt like you could see through her dress, and it was on TV. I was like, God damn, Diana Ross! Like, <laughs> it's like I her daughter right now. Have you ever seen no, her? Diana Ross' daughter, Tracy Ellis Ross. Uh uh-uh. From Blackish. Oh, she's on that show. Yeah, she's the lead. Oh, really? Is you yeah, it's Diana Ross's daughter. That's yeah. hilarious. Okay. If yeah, you, so you can see her face in it, too. If you go to Instagram, you go yeah. on her Instagram, oh, my God. It's like, it takes me back to her mother in the red dress in Central Park. It's like, yo, man, this has got to be the most, I don't give a damn, I see what my father saw in the Supremes. Right. Like, right, 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 right. <laughs> like, goddamn. Chris, I think his old singers like, oh, I get it now. I didn't get it when I was little. Now I get it. I remember I did not get how crazy my dad was about Tina Turner until I saw Tina Turner in these fucking cutoff shorts in this, in this, in this picture. I was like, who? Like, like, right, right, and it's like there's a sense of feel there because she was like too old for you as a kid, yeah, and then, you, then she was ancient. You probably saw her as an older lady. Yeah, right. I remember being in Korea though, and going in a in a weird place, and they had a lady on the wall. It's a weird place. Go ahead, nothing. Yeah. They had a lady on the wall, and my friend was like, "What's here?" And the man went out and got her, and. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> her and her, like, she's like, she's like, no, this is her. I was like, yeah, 
61. I will remember, do you remember this? This, cause this is big in my neighborhood. The lady from the Jamaican, um, she had on the Jamaican shirt. The runner. No, she was coming out the water. She had on a Jamaican shirt. Damn, I don't remember that. It said Jamaica. It's a river, and then it said Jamaica with, and it was, it was just her breast. Hugging them. Out of the water. So this is a big, I would want to know what she looks like now. Because on, still to this day, if you see that picture, you're like, oh my God. But what does she look like right now? And she's probably close, because she's Caribbean. She's probably still close, but. The, for too many years. The, the, <laughs> you know, he came in the so he was like, yo, he had a, he had a tumor around his neck. He's like, oh no, 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 I love when people lose their power overnight because you see them back then. And said, like for the new Sex in the City, people got mad at it because they've been watching the old Sex in the City up until the new ones came out. So in a afternoon, <laughs> those bitches aged 28 years. And it became like, what the hell happened to you? <laughs> Did you catch a fright? <laughs> you know what I just got into? Edit James. She wasn't hot, but the fucking power she had in her yeah. voice, I was like, damn, I never appreciated it. I see some videos, I'm like, oh. Oh, what's, what's, the, what's the lead from Texas City? What's her name? J.J. Parker? Yeah, she ran the Churchill Downs. She came in fourth. The yeah. fucking horse race. <laughs> <laughs> So, I think people don't realize how long she's been. And that, like, I, I never thought she was hot until I saw L.A. Story. Shit, um, she was in, was it not Ferris Bueller, but what was that, what was this damn movie that I grew up on? The, not The Breakfast Club. God damn it. Oh, I think of it later. She was, a, she was in the movie. She had on glasses. And she was young, young. Yeah, she was young. Like, this lady's been around a long-ass time. Because she's like a teenager then. I was a kid. Yeah. Like, yeah, I didn't know about her. I knew about her from Texas City. I'm like, yeah. uh. And then, like, oh. You find out later. This is why she's a star from back then. Like, oh, man. um, Who was the, like, what's the, what's her name? The, the, the leg cross. Oh, uh, Chantel. Stone. She stayed hot for a while. Yeah. Even in, like... I mean, that total recall, she was on fire. I'm going to tell you a lady. Even Casino, she's still holding it together. I'm going to tell you a lady. This is, this is, I probably told maybe one other person is where I know yeah. A lady who, when I was growing up, oh my goodness, I thought she was the fucking hottest shit. And this was probably the start of. Now, Carol Burnett was before her. So, you were with Carol Burnett sexually? No, no. Oh, this, this, okay. this is the lady. This is his dad, probably. I gotta go. But, go ahead. but who, who you think? Tracy Ullman? No. Okay, thank Beth God. Midler. Bette Midler. Bette Midler. Bette Midler. Bette Midler. Oh, man. You, you thought she was hot? I, it, I, I thought her, I don't know what it was. Breast. I think it was her breast, man. That eye was crazy to me. When I was a kid, there was we went into we went to see a movie, and um our movie and our parents or my friend's parents went to see Beaches, that Midler, mm-hmm. and our movie ended early. Then movie was like a two hour movie. Our movie's an hour and a half, and we were sitting in the in the in the waiting room, kind of waiting for our parents. And eventually, like, well, let's just go to the end of their movie. Back then, you could just kind of like wander walk in, and we're in there, and we didn't catch any of the emotional 
like arc to it. So we're at the end just being fucking dumb kids and she's singing and the shadow with the microphone is right on our fucking cleavage, our Bette Miller's cleavage and we're like, man, I'd love to be that that microphone right now. I'd be, oh, I'd be all in there sipping those titties and all the people are like, shut up, young man. Shut up. We're trying to cry because a friend died. We're just like, I like them titties. <laughs> Ruining a fucking Oscar movie for these people. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> that never—that's not a bad one. Yeah, man, she was hot as shit to me. I never saw who she trying to be. She, her, like her, you know, her Jordan is—it's um, a Jewish girl, Barbara Streisand. Oh, Barbara Streisand! I always thought she was gross until people showed me the younger pictures of her, and I'm like. I can't. I'm just too Jewish. I'm like, it just looks like my fucking relatives. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I, I fully understand. Yeah, yeah. It's too it, close. It, like, it, man, it, I get why you guys see it. I ain't see it. it. Mm, mm, Who else is, like, hot back then that you don't see? Well, that's why Mariah Carey, that's why Nick Cannon went out with her, because he remembered her from when he was probably 10. And then he got her when she was 50. <laughs> you know, it's like, dude, that ain't the new model. But you're like, I've been waiting for it for a long time. <laughs> I would, uh, I would probably do that. Now. Yeah. Check off your, I'd do that way with Joan Jett. I fuck Joan Jett now. Man, I think, for me, yeah, yeah I'd need a baker. A need a baker. Yeah, need a baker. I, I would, I would be with need a baker. Yeah. Like, I'm out. What a good checklist, too. All right. Who's the last yeah. 50 plus? Oh, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Anita Baker. Like, what? When was this? How old were you? Like, oh, no, no. It was now. <laughs> right now. Yeah. And I was like, on the way back. Like, man. Who else was mega hot? You know what bothers me sometimes? I'll look at old Michael Jackson, and I'll see in his face uh, old Janet Jackson. And just for a second, you're like, ah, shit, that's, that's cute. <laughs> you know? My, oh, man, I, I look at, like, I only show my kids old Mike. Like, I don't, like, I'm not fucking with me, Mike. Really? Yeah, like, bad. Man, I'm like, come on, Mike. Mike, and, damn, I, like, I didn't even know what happened there. Like, I was a kid, I felt like, and, like, why is Mike saying, then I think I got burnt. I said, maybe that was it. And, like, I just didn't understand. Mike was the guy, like. He was a god. Literally. He visited Israel when I was there. He created a riot at the Western Wall where people shoved and tried to see him. And our rabbis were like, hey, guys, we don't fully understand. We know we don't fully understand rock and roll. But to us, this looks like worshiping idols. So we're going to ask you not to go down there. This looks like idol worship. And. We were like, no, he's just a rock star. But looking back, actually, I'm not sure they were wrong. Yeah. He was worshipped like a god. Yeah. There's too many musicians now. He was the musician. He, yeah. He went Mike. Beatles, a couple of the randoms, buying time, and then Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson was huge, man. Like, I don't, I don't think people understand how huge Mike was. Like, when people say, oh, he's the new Mike. No, nobody's the new close to Mike. No, 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 no. And, and I tell people like this. This no. is the simplest, I, I can put this in the most simplistic form. Think of another person that could die and enough people rush to the internet that the internet shuts down. 
Wow. Michael Jackson shut down the internet. He just got overloaded. He got overloaded because they were trying to figure out what he did for real. Right. Name another person that you even think that could do that. Who could die and that happen? That people even care enough about. Try, let me think out loud. It's when Donald Trump was president. He had enough haters, but it wouldn't shut down the internet. It would be big, but that might be the biggest one. Because most people are like, what? The world. The world. Exactly. The world timed in. The world was trying to figure Somebody in Israel was trying to figure it out. As Michael Jackson was dead. You know, it was fun when Bob Saget died. I had heard the news right before I went on stage. and I, was break I did four or five sets that night. And I was breaking the news to the crowd. I was like, Bob Saget died. And people were like, what? I was like, oh, yeah. And then I started doing jokes about it. I would try to write some jokes before I went on. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, uh, they were like, wait, is this a real thing? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the jokes I'm making are jokes, but, yeah, are you dead? And they're like, what? <laughs> I don't think Yeah, no, that nothing is shut down on the Internet. That's a great way to put it. Michael Jackson was the guy. But Usher was like, remember when Usher was like, I'll challenge you to a dance off. I think it was Usher. I'll yeah. challenge you to a dance off. And Michael Jackson was like, dude, you're a child. I forgot my moves and you didn't know. Nah, I invented moves. That was, walk with that was, I, I, when I did that with Tito. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like... You'll like, never be... Your dad never beat you at seven like, until you sing right. The moves that you're doing are the moves that I got beat for. The, those those are all that sloppy. I've tried to think of another person. Yeah. Not even Michael Jordan. The Pope wouldn't even shut it down. No, Michael Jordan wouldn't. It's not another person that I can think of in this world that could shut down the, Pope the wouldn't. internet. And the Pope wouldn't do it. People wouldn't mourn. But, but they no. wouldn't shut down the internet. If you heard the Pope died, you wouldn't rush to the internet. I'd be like, whoa, really? What did he die of? I wouldn't be like, I got to get these those right now. I'll talk to you later. I would, I would just be like, whoa. Anyway, I needed the, the order. I needed to not you. A person told me that I trusted. I told them they were lying. I'm like, nigga, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I said, get the fuck out of here. Like, nigga, Mike just ain't good. You losing your goddamn mind? And I went right to my like to try to see. I, yeah, don't, I don't know. I don't know another person. You know how electric he was. Remember when? Remember when? Uh, there was a clip. I don't know if you saw it. James Brown on stage. And he's an underrated guy. Like, you don't picture it until you realize. I just yeah. didn't know. I, he's probably not underrated. I just didn't know. Yeah, and now he, I'm like, his, that's my favorite Christmas song. It's like, let's make this next Christmas something special. Yeah. And it's, oh, he's just so cool. And he was on stage, commanding the crowd. And, um, and he goes, guys, we got a special guest in the audience. Everybody. And he brings up Michael Jackson. And he just keeps saying, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson. And so I guess everyone's going nuts. Prince is also there. And then he does the same thing with Prince. And, Listen, James Brown was great, but you chose the wrong order. <laughs> and then eventually, Michael Jackson goes up, does some fucking moves, you know, sings or whatever. And then he goes, and they've got one more guest in here. Prince! Prince! And he gets up, and he's just like a great guitarist. You can't, you can't compete with seeing Michael Jackson live. You just can't. Yeah. He tries for a little while, plays the guitar, and people are like, bring back Michael Jackson. 
<laughs> I, I get you're like the top five, but we just saw number one. Like, what? <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, get out of here. I call up Colby after yeah. Jordan yeah. is down. Yeah. Like, and then be like, Rick Fox is here, too. <laughs> get the fuck out of here, Rick Fox. <laughs> get the fuck. I would find titles. Get the fuck out. Yo, man, that is bizarre. Yeah. This boy, Jerry Brown knew what he was doing. And then he left. I think he was all jacked out. But he probably did know what he was doing. Yeah, because it goes back to, I, I watched the story on Ellen one time, because um, I am I am Will from the Black Eyed Peas. Uh-huh. Story, well, like, I am. He playing this, he playing this, um, he playing this gig, and he, Mike went to a Prince gig with him. And he, and he told Mike, oh, no, it's going to be fine. He said, yeah, I'm going to make sure. So Mike's there. They're out in this booth. And Prince comes over, and he plays the bass right in Mike's face and, and goes back on stage. And then Mike turns to Will, uh, to Will and says, what's up with Prince playing the bass in my face? Man, I play that story. <laughs> oh, man, it just tickles the shit out of me. Oh, my man. God. What's up with that? <laughs> I got to look at that up. I bet those guys computers. I bet they had But You know why I heard those stories is um, James Brown. They said, uh, you're going on after, um, I might have even told me the last time I was here. They're like, hey, we did some benefit concert, whatever. It's a bunch of stars. And uh, it goes, uh, it's going to go you, then the Rolling Stones. Somebody, then you, then the Rolling Stones. He goes, motherfucker. I don't open for anybody. I'm James Brown. Rolling Stones is not a slouch band, you know. But, like, he's like, fuck that. Storms out. I'm not playing. Fuck you. And then they're like, what the, I mean, uh, 10 minutes later, comes back and goes, actually, I rethought it. I will go on before them. Let's see how this works out. And puts on the performance of his life and then just, like, follow it, <laughs> you know? And then they couldn't. It's going to have to move it from him, you know? <laughs> he goes, actually, I'll prove to you why you made a bad decision. What's the person playing a bass in my head? <laughs> Watch this shit, like you, like yo. This is the funniest goddamn story. And, yeah. And Mike said, "What's up with Prince playing the bass in my face?" Yeah. <laughs> you can't bring up Jordan and fucking Kobe. No way. The best, the best of all time. Man. And it's just the wrong order. It's the wrong order. Like yeah. you can bring up Magic after Jordan. Yeah. You can still Magic. He's a magic man. He's a magic man. That's the that's the thing. Because he's a personality too. And that I tell people this: Oh, Jordan's the greatest of all time. It's it, I, I get it. He's the greatest of an era. You know what Jordan never had? He never had a bird. He never, Magic had a bird. And without that, like the boxers when they have like the the trilogy, yeah. like you need someone to challenge you. Jordan never real Carl Malone. Like he had teams that challenged his teams. You know, Bird was around then. It's still yeah, like, he, like Isaiah, Isaiah beat you, and then he was done with you. So he, he beat you twice, and he beat everybody. He, they got back to back. So after yeah, you're right. He never really had a real someone he had to overcome. Yeah, that was a um, Magic gave him the throne. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, I'm gone. Here you go. He wasn't even the best Laker. Kareem, yeah. Magic, 
Jordan was at least the best bull. Nobody, nobody said Pippen is the best yeah, bull. Yeah, he's definitely the best bull. Yeah, that, that's, the, the best Celtic is still Bill Russell. Exactly. People forget People forget I the never, run he had. I never let them do it. And I, and I always tell people, yeah, oh, he he's a quiet play. man. He's quiet. And you just see him with the white beard. You think of him as a quiet old man. Is, is he front office? Like, dude, the kids don't know. I don't know. You have to go back and look. You have to go back and look, man, Bill Russell. And I'm like, yo, man, to, to get his award, you have to be the best in the finals to get the Bill Russell Award. The MVP of the finals is the Bill Russell Award. That's, uh, you got to know that's how to the great. title the last seven games. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, you got you got the MVP of the league? Yeah, I don't know what that's just called. But the MVP award of Bill the, Russell. Yeah, is the, the Bill Russell Award. Because he played he was every year. He yeah, was 11 and... He played and coached. At the same time? Yeah. And won two championships. At the, I mean, imagine you're like, you're like, you're like, okay, somebody gets fouled, you're lining up on the free throw line, you're looking at a rebound, you're like, I think Tom looks tired. Hey. Okay, let's go. You know, like, <laughs> like how are you? That's crazy. You can't do that. And we'd be aware of the other players, not just like what I got to do. You know, it's the, the, and they respected him. They let him coach. Who would let another player coach right now? Who would let another player tell them what to do? And you know what's weird? You know who turned the team over to him? Who? The coach, Red. Red Arbach. Oh. He, t- he, he said, you're the new coach I'm out. This is the new coach. I'm retiring. Yeah. This is the new coach. And he and he respected Bill so much that he said he told Bill Bill also told him that he never wanted to play for another coach. So he's like, You won't. And he's like Respect. And that's and that, what power, what player has that type of power that hey and then he and then he won two championships. He won back to back. As player coach? Yeah, as player coach. His last two. That he, he won as player coach. That's how incredible he was. And I can never let people forget about Bill Russell because it's like when you talk about the it's greatest great. basketball mind, the great man, this is, and he's a undersized. He's an undersized. I told player. you. 6'8. Yo, I picture him 6'11. I pick, that's how I picture I believe you. That's how I picture him. Yeah, six, I think, what, what are you like, 6'8, six, 6'9, six, Dre? Bill Russell, six eight, six nine. Six nine. That's a small forward. Yeah. That's not even a general power forward. I mean it's a power forward, but like And 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 he played against Will Chamberlain when he was in, in Philly. Will they sleep on him too? They either sleep on him or they say he's the best, but because of the points and stuff, but like people don't quite know. Yeah, I think when it, um when it comes to um unstoppability. Kareem. Kareem and Wilt were the ones who were like, yeah. we don't even know how they just change the rules around Kareem. Dunking yeah. was an offensive foul, offensive yeah. goaltending. Yeah. Like your hands above the wrist. It's like, but you, that wasn't you guys just thinking that. That was you. They, this guy's unstoppable. Yeah. Tiger Woods, they made they made fairways longer because like, we have to change it for him. Yeah. You know, Kareem, and, and I think that that's what people don't understand when you talk. You can't put greatness just in one in the commercials and you like the, the how he did. Man, Magic Johnson. Yeah, Barry Sanders is boring as fuck. But he got the job, so he's like he doesn't get the respect because he's like he just did his job and go home. Yeah, Magic Johnson's a, a personality. You, you know, a person that was like that, like they always talk about all these other these other cornerbacks, Neon, uh-huh. Dion. Everybody, Dion was Dion was a show, but it's a cornerback that people 
all the greatest receivers like, no, man, I never wanted to play against Bobby Taylor, play for the Eagles. Like, Bobby Taylor set your ass down, and he'd get an interception. Yeah. He'd get an interception and just get the ball to the ref and right. quietly go. He was quiet. That's like, very kind of scored a few ago. A score going back, forth, back, forth, back, <laughs> forth, back, forth. Like everyone chased him, and they just kept in there. That's very good. Like, Bobby Taylor, man, is like, no, man, you can't. Don't throw the ball over there. Right. Bobby's on me. Throw the ball so, over there. Right. Just, that, that is what Dion did, though. He shut down his side of the field. And I and that's that's one of the things when they say greatest football player of all time and their name a quarterback. I was like, wait. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Dion. Dion changed the game when he was in. He could score on defense. He was a scoring threat lining up because some quarterbacks like, nah, fuck it, I'm challenging him. And, and then it's they, like. And it's it, it like, the way he get it, and then it was like it wasn't just there. No person has ever shut down like you, when you you where you, your play your plays are determined on where is Dion. Don't throw it to the middle because he's too close. He's 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 four steps from the sideline, so don't throw it to the middle right. because he'll get over there. He's over there on the right. Because uh, so I have no right. I have oh, no I'm only right. Left. I can only go. Le- I can't go to the middle. I can only go left or running. That's the only thing I can do. And you know you're the running. You're the quarter. You're the uh, receiver on the right, and you're like, well, I'm just here to fucking bring him into me. <laughs> that's, that's my only job is to bring Deion close to me so we can open up the rest of the field. <laughs> Deion, Deion don't even have to be by you. And you can't throw it over there because it's like, yo, he can get there. He can get there. He can come off. And like, he just, he, oh, my God. And then let, let's say, let's say your argument is this. I don't think so. Okay, cool. Well, name another player ever in the history of football that won with one team and then the team that he beat when it got him, and then he beat that team. Mm-hmm. He won with Frisco, Boy, and then won with the Cowboys. That's right. The very next year. That's I right. I love them. I'm a Cowboy fan. I hate them, and I'm like, times are different. I'm a fan now. <laughs> I shut down Michael Irvin to win the championship, and then I went on the other side and shut down Jerry Rice to win the championship. He's running for receiver sometimes. I'm like, oh, shit, what? He returned punts. <laughs> I remember he knew the game enough. There's some weird rule. Where if you fair catch a punt with no time left, you get a free kick to the to a field goal or something like that. If you don't catch it, I, I forget what the exact rule is. And he knew it enough that somebody's punching from their own like one, they punches like the forty five or something, and he's like, I think we get a free kick here. And then they <laughs> did and got three points at the end of the half. <laughs> Man, Deion Sanders has to be the greatest football player to play. The LT game. was tough, but. LT was tough. Yeah. But LT couldn't set down the uh, side of a field. Yeah. You, you, I could snap your ankle in half. Yeah, you could snap your ankle in half. He could end your career, but. I don't have to. I don't. And, and be on to end your career. You got to play him. And he's like, yo, you will not. Hey, man. You won't have confidence after I'm done with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd be playing against teams that, got, that have a 21 and you're like, it's Dion. Like, you're like. <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah, like, yeah. like, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. scarred from it. Yeah, Dion, Dion was a serious situation. And I, I think I think that they always just say, give you the quarterback. And like, man, nah. Dion he was Sanders. electric. Well, he'd be high-stepping from the 30. The high stepping, the fuck it, it, it the, the taunt, that crazy level of taunting. Name another football player 
that played that never tackled a person. Yeah, he never. They it's like they don't know anything about his tackling. <laughs> like you couldn't catch it against them. The only catch is you're diving out of bounds with two, or barely getting two feet in. Yeah, with Ryan, right, I just push you out of bounds. Like, you're like I don't, I don't tackle right people. Yeah. Yeah. Out of bounds. That's right. He was almost like soft. <laughs> it's like, I don't tackle people. That's not, that's not my thing. Yeah. But you can't catch the ball. Uh, you, can't, you can't get past me. I'll swing you out of bounds. Like, I'm not tackling you. It, he was just a great. Yeah, I guess Bill Russell for the NBA. Or no, Wilt and, and Kareem were like that for the NBA. Just like changed the game around them. Tiger for golf. Yeah. Dion that way. And I think boxing, boxing Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali. Is, is still... Dr. J a little bit. Oh, Dr. J is good. People are like, why are you in the air so long? Dr. Oh J, that, they made a movie, that the, um, the, the fish that saved Pittsburgh. Or whatever that um, movie was about him. It, 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 man, he saved basketball at the time. It, man, man, he was incredible. Dr. Day was incredible. Do you think Muhammad Ali in boxing? Tyson. Yeah, Tyson. Tyson changed. I mean, we weren't around for Muhammad Ali, but we were around for Tyson, and it was just like that's all anyone talked about. Tyson's fighting next week. I called Muhammad Ali when he was fighting on TV. When 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 CBS Radio showing fights on TV in daylight. I've never understood them fights. Like, he's, uh, is it hot? Because I'm like, it's a, it's an open ring. Like, what's going on? It's like that was crazy. But Manila, the yeah, Tyson was Tyson. I think Tyson, twelve seconds, twenty five seconds on a hyped fight for a month changed the whole game of pay per view. Like, you felt. that's right. You had to watch it. Right. You had. To, are you kidding? Who's gonna? We all gotta tip in. <laughs> Who's gonna? Oh, I got two bucks. You got the radio. We gotta get there. We have to see it. It's not it. gonna be long. Mm-hmm. And the one I missed, I was at a bowling alley, and the rumor started like, Buster, what? What? No, Tyson, what? We all start. Everyone in the bowling alley left their lane, started rushing to the screen to like catch it like a breaking news. <laughs> they don't break. They don't break news for a school shooting. Yeah. They don't break news for a sporting event. Mike Tyson lose what? Was it? Did he get it? No. What? He got knocked out. Bust who? <laughs> Bust not the Binks, not any of these guys. Bust the goddamn. Bust the dog. It was that was wild news. Remember that? Yeah. It was like what? Space shuttle blowing up. Tyson losing. Man. So it's not it's not often that that happens to me right there. I've been trying to figure out what story have I not told in a very long time, and you just said it. What the damn space shuttle? Where were you? I was in school. Yeah, and. I used to do this story about information that you find out later. Uh-huh. So I found out later that NASA was doing this big thing, and Big Bird was supposed to be on the space shuttle, and they was like promoting <laughs> space to children, <laughs> and Big Bird was supposed to be on the space shuttle. <laughs> And 
<laughs> Something happened with Big Bird. They made it, and I said, "Do you know what would have happened?" Get a little mind. everywhere. I'm in the fourth grade when this it happened. He's like, "What, Big Bird?" <laughs> no. I would have man, I would have never looked in the sky again. If fucking Big Bird blew up, man, if Big Bird blew up on that fucking face shuttle. God damn! Like uh, they would have had to have made a video of him like parachuting down, like I made it, I got out, or, or something. Just imagine fucking Big Bird blowing up on there. Like, I'd, I'd have been, I'd have been, I'd have been dying. Did so they say he didn't get on? It's, yeah, well, they say it didn't. It, it, something happened. It, it didn't make it. Something went wrong. And and man, like I remember when when the shuttle blew up, <laughs> my teacher, it was like we was watching. Yeah. And it's, and Cause, cause how old? Are you? you know what grade you were in? I'm in fourth grade. I was in fourth grade too. <laughs> no, I think I was. And it was like come to the to the basketball court. We're all gonna watch it on the TV. Yeah, I watched on the basketball. We watched it. And they had they rolled the TV into our room. Oh, into every room. And so they had we had, they rolled the TV into our room, and it, we we were all watching. And then it goes into like four pieces, and she snatches the cord out the wall, and we like, yeah, that lesson just not known how to even explain it to people. Oh man, like George Bush telling these kids, reading the kids, like, wait, what happened? What happened after? What happened in New York? Yeah. The kids, um, like, there's no right reaction. You're not paying for it. I, 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 with that, with George Bush, I know a lot of people was making jokes about that and. And, and making whatever conspiracy around it. But what do you do? What do you that? do? There's these kids here. It's like, ah, oh, shit. I'll handle this in a second. Anyway, so so then uh, Timmy the Turtle played soccer and he won the sport. All right, I got to go, you guys. <laughs> and I'll take it back to this. I want everybody who, who felt the way about George Bush getting that news to, to play this one to the World Trade Center. What, in front of these kids, what are you supposed to say? What the fuck? What, what yeah. are you supposed to say? So, Kept it together. take it take it like that, and then let's go back to how long did it take you to believe that Will Smith had actually slapped Chris Rock? I'd be like, no, what? Show me the thing. Show, if you got to show me the video. Unless we were on the internet, you can just see it. No, no, no. Show it to me. It's no way that he's going to be like, okay. You were watching it. People were watching it. Not you, but people were watching it. It was like... What's going happen? This is fake. Yeah, this is fake. That's the first thought. It had to be. They're actors. Right? They're, that was the first thought. This has to, it can't be real. So, my first time seeing it, the slap, and then mine had the sound when he walked all the way back. And I instantly knew that it was real. Because he said, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. I said, this is what I do know. They not going to do that. For no goddamn sketch. No, not cursing. They're not gonna do that for a sketch. No. Not the F C the F the F I C A, the F C C, the M A the N the N L A C C goddamn no way. Like, no, they not doing that. Not on T V T V. I'm like, nah, that's that's real. And so the shuttle blew up and it was just like that teacher was smart, like shut the, they don't have to see this. But we'll figure out how to tell them in a second. Let's, I didn't know I still didn't know that it was real until I got home. The the, the like the, I'm thinking like okay she's a TV y'all 
But in hindsight, as a grown man, if I would have saw that and she'd have pulled it pulled out, and I know Big Bird was on there, I'd have been, I would have had a lot more questions. I'm like, yo. Let's, yeah, exactly. I'd have raised my well, hand. Big Bird was, was on there, right? <laughs> is she going to be safe? I was a school teacher, but she ain't my teacher. But Big Bird is my teacher. What? What? I don't care. What was that teacher's name? I forget the teacher's name. Not, and I knew how until I, when I was doing this story, I used to know the teacher. But Big, if Big Bird, yes. yeah, I would have been just like that. You, my teacher. Yeah. My teacher's not on there. Big Bird is on there though. Out of He's part of my life. Out of from as long as I can remember. What's her fucking name? Do you know how quick the joke started? No, I don't. Not then. I was I was in fourth grade. I didn't. Like I remember. It. I think it was like, where did her name? I did take a vacation all over the Florida coast. Where did oh. what's her fucking name? What's her favorite um, shampoo? Head and shoulders. Uh, Ooh, what? that was brutal. And it started. I mean, I think it might have definitely by that week. I think it might have started that night. The kids, and then it went the whole world. The whole country just got them. You know, it was weird. I, I think that people would think that's brutal. But then I, as I go back and look at some of the things that we give, that we make slang, like, I know my boy told my other friend, hey, man, don't make me Christopher Reeves your ass. Paralyze you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kids don't feel it, and they get the humor in it right away. It's like, boy, like I gotta fucking find out this lady's name. Ray, um, Ray Caruth. Ray Caruth, yeah, who like killed somebody? Killed his his child. I, my boy told his girl that Ray Caruth. Ray, I'm like, God damn, we will take some tragic shit and make it a slang. Yeah, make it a slang. I got a, what's it called, you? Christy McAuliffe. Christy McAuliffe. Christy McAuliffe. Where did Christy McAuliffe, oh my God. There were so many jokes. I'm going to read them in the outside. I'm going to read all the jokes. They were just going around. Like, where did Christy McAuliffe say? I mean, let's just, I mean, people ask me, like, you know, some of my jokes, people go too soon, but I'm like, that's how I was trained. <laughs> Christy McAuliffe jokes. <laughs> you know, at a very young age, I was trained too soon. Yeah, you were trained it too soon. Yeah. Oh, that's why I was saying it too soon. <laughs> <laughs> that's the title of a special. I was saying it too soon. Like, damn. Where did Christy McCullough spend a vacation all over Florida? What were, <laughs> were, were Christy McCullough's eyes? Blue. One blue this way, one blue that way. <laughs> damn. <laughs> <laughs> what was the last thing Christy McCullough told her husband? I remember this one. You take care of the dog and cat, I'll feed the fish. <laughs> well, dude, you have to understand, this was like we're sending a teacher into space. It's this monumental thing. NASA trying to get back their, you know, their power. They were, we were on the moon, maybe, maybe not. We, you know, we discovered space, and now we're trying to get this new generation with a shuttle. Uh, and then they died, and I was like, oh, my God, it's horrible. But fourth graders, where they were in, like, <laughs> what were Christian McCullough's last words? <laughs> what does this button do? <laughs> <laughs> Fourth grade is brutal shit. Yo, but the, I, I don't know. You know, people had their theory about the moon, whether they went to the moon or not. It's I know the NASA stands for need another seven astronauts. 
<laughs> Damn. Still too soon. It's been 29 years. Still too soon. And, um, they have a space center, though. For on the moon? No, they have a space center oh, that's out there. there. They, they, I don't know if they've been to the moon or not, but I know damn well they got a space center. Why? How do you know that? I know somebody who does supplies for the space center. Would you go? Nah. Sure. I ain't fucking with it. Even, even I just thought it's the thing. You can, you can get a, a hotel room. You can stay there? You can get a hotel room in the same yeah, hotels in space. It's like $2.4 million a night. Yeah, more I more than the busy season. Something like debris come through your room. It's a wrap, man. It's I'm a wrap. I'm not doing Those it, things man. goats just keep going faster and faster and faster. Boom, one particle. Like, what material are you making a hotel out of that, that debris can't go through? If we don't and have you go there and stay for a night, just like above, like looking at the world, and then the fucking room next to you, oh, some Russians came. Oh, my, they're going to be fighting and fucking screaming and trying to, or some fucking Jews, like, oh, we want some moist wine. Or, Give me some, ugh, or Chinese from China. Ruining us, yeah, dude. Just taking shits in the hallway. <laughs> the bathroom's all the way down. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got paid $2.4 million for this night. <laughs> And then some debris come through. Yeah, man, I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm cool. Yeah, I stay. I I rather go below than go up. Go under like the sea. Yeah, like the sea. I was, if you had a, a hotel that was in the sea. I would buy this with a light thing coming off the front. You yeah, know, I go do cool. that. That like, would be cool. I'm not doing the damn space. Well, eventually they're gonna try to make us. Yeah. Go. The gig. There's a gig. You know, Ali, Ali's playing the domino effect on Saturn. That's right. <laughs> right uh, hey, hey I, I'm seeing, I'm seeing you in passing. Yeah. <laughs> no, all right, where you going? Murphy. <laughs> right I'll see you. All right, oh, pick me up some red. Okay. <laughs> um, where'd you record? Where'd you record domino effect? Um, Houston. In Houston. Right. Houston. Did anybody ever go there and call it Houston without realizing? No, everybody knows. It's Houston, yeah, right? it's, it's weird. I, I think. If I ever heard that in, in Houston, I would be pissed. Just as mad as I am when I'm in New York. In New York, they go house somewhere. I'm on, I'm on house and see. Man, it's fucking science for Houston, man. It's still the same way. So, why would you change it? Yeah. Like, what? Or or in L.A., they're called like, Los Feliz. Like, it's not, I mean, you know Spanish. Los Feliz. Like, why would you mispronounce it on purpose? Just to fuck over the fucking Spaniards who built this place. <laughs> um... <laughs> You know it. Yeah. The domino effect. Go to Alice the Geek right now. Go to YouTube. Just enter the domino effect. Or just enter Alice the Geek. Go watch his old, uh, this is not happening stories. Um, find out about the first dosing. <laughs> first accidental dosing. <laughs> so sorry. I didn't know I had to tell you what kind of mushrooms they were, bro. I just didn't. I thought you just knew. And I'm talking about clueless. <laughs> and ate the bag. Like, clueless. That's a different world. Yeah. You know, I'm like, eh. A different world. Exactly. His mushrooms. Like, okay. I'm like, I don't even know what I'm get, expressing to you, but you're not getting what I'm telling you. Man, it, it, was, it was like a, it's a gift. Man, yeah. yeah. Cool. I just saw Regan, and I was like, uh, and he uh, he goes, remember when you gave me that, that, that package? I'm like, I gave everybody. I gave everybody. <laughs> like, everybody gets two doses of mushrooms. Let's celebrate. Year three. We did it, you guys. <laughs> and I gave it to him, and he goes, hey, I didn't know till later. I thought you were giving me weed. <laughs> I was like, please tell me you didn't smoke those mushrooms. And he said, no, 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 I left them. <laughs> oh, man. 
to the game to me. Yeah. You know, don't leave them. Don't leave them. Yeah, even if you was weed, don't leave it. So, it's, I give it to a bellhop or something. Just Figure it out on the way out. I oh. hate wasting weed. Joey Diaz gave me one of those death cars. Oh, start yeah. to death. Yeah. Oh, I, boy. I, I gave it away. I couldn't do it. Man, I, I knew about the stuff that I ate while I was in there. Because those are like 250 milligrams. I, when I got my highest, I could have up to 50. Uh, usually 30 is a lot for people. Most people do 5 or 10. Most normal people do 5 or 10. Sometimes even less. We had somebody gave me some fan, gave me a 1,500 milligram brownie. And I'm like, listen, I can't do this at the stand. I, I gave one to the waste. I told them. I was like, hey, but understand, this is like a month's worth. Like, this isn't, it's like, no, I know, I know those are just, and then me and Soda, I saw him at the Village Underground, and I was like, you want a 1,500 milligram brownie? He goes, no, what am I going to do with that? And I'm a pothead. Soda was like, but no way, I can't. How, you can break off like that much, and you don't know. Yeah. You get your 30, like, no way. And then some kid, I forget his name, some new comic. He goes, uh, I'll take it. I was like, oh, really? Okay. Like, I don't want it to go to waste. That's a Judaism yeah. thing, you know, and the drug addict Judaism combo. is like, I can't let drugs go to waste. And I'm like, here you go. He goes, oh, sweet. I've always wanted to try an edible. And me and Silver were both like, oh, no, 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 no. no. You don't understand. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. It's no. dangerous. Yeah, I, I love Dan Silver. Oh, he's like, the best. Yeah. I, I love this special on Son of Gay. Mm-hmm. Like, that was, it was, it was phenomenal. It was tight. It was really good the whole way through. Yeah. But right now, that's what you watch after you watch the Domino Effect. The Domino Effect is a pretty great piece of work, I must say. Yeah. It, 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 because I'm a, I'm a, I, I've never said this before, because I've, I've always listed people in the greatest of storytellers. It was Cosby, Carlin, and then after this, hmm. I put the, these are the threes, Eddie Murphy, Joey Diaz, and... Myself, I would, now, it, I would put it. If you give me a top five of my show, from storytelling for my show, where I'm like, other people stepped up here or there for sure. It's you, Diaz, Jay, Sean Patton, Pat, uh, well, let's not the top, who are the stand-ups? Pat, you, but you consistent, like Joey Diaz, Bert. There's just a few that were just better than the rest, and you were one of them. And then, and then you know, I still say Messi and Gallon Boots is my favorite. Uh, we did hundred and something stories you told me. I think that was my favorite. But no slight to any other ones. Yeah, but that yeah. one had me the whole way. What the fuck are we even talking about? It was like, did you ever watch um, 24 hours later? Or what is it, 20, 29 days later? Yes, I've seen it. And he wakes up in a hospital and doesn't know what's happening and neither does the viewer. You're right with him. It starts with him going, uh-huh. And you're like, I don't know what this movie is. It's also like an independent movie at the time. So you're like, what is it? And he's like, why is nobody in the hospital room? What is this weird? And then all of a sudden somebody runs at him and he's like, Ugh. And he survives, luckily. <laughs> and you, you don't know what caused it. You don't know any of it. You're finding out as he's finding out. He got into a car accident or something right before the fucking place. And when you're like, when your character and that you, of course, as you're telling it, you already know what happened because you're, you know, you're the narrator. But you're like messing on a bush, like, what does that mean? And me at home going like, yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> and just like trying to figure it out. It's so fucking engrossing and funny. God damn, that was, that was my favorite. So now, after Domino Effect, yeah. for the first time, I was asked, so man, what you think? I said, me, Cosby, and then everybody else can figure it out. <laughs> Man, I think with, I, I think with this one, with this with this one, 
if people are really in the kind of like, yo, this is a fucking master. Yeah. Now, I, I think it's, I think it's a good oh, I gotta watch it right now. Like, yeah. one of, a, a comic that I know that don't like fucking nobody. He don't, he, he just don't like people. He's like, yo, I'm, I'm fucking mean, I don't like you. He called me and said, yo, if somebody talk about legendary specials, specials that fucking did something, that changed shit, if they don't mention it's going to be himself, Raw, Sinbad, it's going to be all these other things, if they don't mention Domino Effect, they fucking lying. Damn. Because it's a, it's a, you, you're the only special I watched that after it was over, I said, Classic, but like this shit is a fucking instant. It's a, it's for, and you know, it's shot so well because of the team. Eric, yeah, Abrams, yeah, yeah, he that did my special. Yeah, that's the, and and I think with him, why it's so, why he shoots well with with certain people, but he shoots everything well, but. Why I want him to always shoot specials with me, it's like he knows me. And it's like, he can suggest things that I didn't think of. I'm like, ah, that's fucking what I wanted. Like, the way we shot this one, it looks like the era that I'm in. And it's simplistic, it's clean. And it's like, man, it's just like, when you shot, I'm like, yeah. Every, I... It's nothing that I don't want to shoot with him because it's just that good. It's the whole squad. Like I had, I had, I think ninety percent of the, this is happening. Was not happening. Yeah, Eric and us, like Eric Abrams and I, we developed sort of together shooting stuff, and it was just a back and forth of like, like what most people don't do when they're shooting stuff is like, what's the comedian looking for? Most of the directors are like, here's what I want to shoot, here's what I want to get. But they, they miss out on, like, the base, most base level is, can you set up the room where I can kill? Can you yeah. pack it with people? Can you not make the lights go way up or the fucking mic go way down? Yeah. And it's like, you don't think of, but we, it really matters to our performance. And he gets it, he lists. It's like, well, how would this, say, what about if we do this? How do you feel about this? Yeah. He, he has suggestions. So I dropped something off my last special where it's just this, Half it was about me, like, trying to be forced into, like, an adult way of life that I was kind of avoiding, mm. you know, with my lifestyle, obviously. And the other half was, like, what I would be like if I had had kids and had gone this different route, you know, the, the negatives of single life, the, the negatives of, of married life. And then I had this bit about cell phones that was in there. I didn't fit. And he didn't say, I want to cut this out. He goes, hey, Ari, as we're editing, he goes, what, are, what do you think about that cell phone bit? And I'm like... What do you mean? He goes, what are you thinking about it? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it doesn't really kill, does it? He goes, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, no. I thought you had it down. Yeah. I was like, no, it doesn't really kill. He goes, yeah, I don't think so either. But he, he, he can't, he knows enough that if he tells you, I want to do it this way, you'll, you'll, like, you'll tell him what to do. Yeah, he's just got a good way of speaking about it. Uh, Even my outfit for this one, I was like, what do you think this would just go with the design we're looking for? And he goes, it's a little dressier than you normally. Would you wear a shirt like that normally? And I'm like, no. Stop, and you go back to the fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Stop him. laughs> No, I would not. It's not me. It's, yeah, it's, uh, 
And so, you know, what do you think? Like, yeah. it, and even when we when you disagree, it's a pleasantry yeah. in disagreeing. I remember You're making something together. I was saying something. I blamed somebody for something. He just said, "No, he didn't." I was like, "I know, but I had to get it." He did that off. Yeah, and, and, and no, it, it's, it's very easy to shoot with him. So the next special, um, you're already thinking about it. Yeah, I'm thinking of the, the next because it's, it's a follow up. Like every the, the only thing that I did wrong because. It, at the time, I hadn't had it. It's one of the things of learning from wanting the deal. I had this is not happening. Going, let's start with Comedy Central. So with Comedy Central, I got the this is um the Comedy Central comic to watch 2013. Mm -hmm. They came with a um you you get an album. You do some other stuff, and you'll be on the show. On that show? On, on a show. On a show, okay. So, and they'll figure it out later. Yeah. So two shows they wanted me to go on, and I was like, Live at Gotham, one of those, something like that. I did Live at Gotham later, oh. but it was some weird show they wanted me to do. Then Adam Devine's house party was double. And I was like, nah, they don't. They're not a house party guy. This don't fit me. And this young comic by the name of Chase DeRusso. Chase DeRusso called me, and it's certain young comics that I really listen to. I value their advice. They're thoughtful in their advice. Mm -hmm. Called me and said, yo, yo, bro, let me tell you a show that I think is fucking phenomenal for you, man. You should try to get on this show. I'm like, what's the name of the show? He's like, it's not happening. It's not on TV. It's on the internet. I said, cool, just send me a link. I'll look at it. So I watched one episode. One one clip of my mm -hmm. telling story. After, I think I did two seasons. Two visual seasons, yeah. Who was, who was the clip? Do you remember who you saw? I saw all of them. Oh, you just watched I, them. I, 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 one after one after one. I called Chase, but I'm like, yo, who, who do you contact about this show? He's like, I don't know, bro. And, and I'm like, <laughs> I was an outsider. I was like, he's like, this show is fucking it. So then, whatever happens, he calls me months later. He's like, yo, fucking this is not happening. It's supposed to, go on. It's supposed to be going to Comedy Central. I'm like, who you that from? Tell me, bro. I still have no idea. And then I get a call from Eric. I'm like, I'm looking like this. Eric. Yeah, I'm like this, like, yes. Like, I don't even fucking, yes. Because I chased you, tell me about the show. I just, I went through all, yes. What's the other thing? I don't know. I don't know. I'm figuring it out, but yes. And, Comedy Central was like, so that's the show you were like, cause it's like, you turned down everything you ever, it's like, even if you like, it didn't fit. Didn't know what the hell. Said, this is a, hell yeah. So, after that, the half hour, you know, the, the full, I'm thinking that Comedy Central is the 
I, if I get on conversation with a special, it's fucking it's up. game over. It's you're stuck. Because it had been for like Thanatos and Gaffigan. And the problem was when they showed them. Midnight at Friday night. And then that's it. And then once yeah. a later, same time, like midnight sometime. Love them for what they did. And then I didn't know that that was even a thing. And then now I'm having to tell people because they missed it. I promoted it. I said whatever. Some people missed it. I'm like, fuck. But at the same time, it's another person special on HBO. And that shit is on every channel from 8 p.m. to 4 a.m. On every single channel. I'm like, God damn. If you miss this motherfucker, you gonna see him. It ain't it. So I was like, okay. And then I shot it inside of a facility, a prison, which still didn't give it any traffic, word of mouth traffic. Because the people who I shot in front of, they staying there. They're not going anywhere. They like so it was and that was the bigger than these bars, right? That's the end of the story. That's not the beginning. It's like people like he went to prison, like for what? And like how? So I told prison story, two prison stories on Grand Avenue, and people like still wondering like how did he go? Like what the fuck happened? Yeah, I remember talking to you and you were like, I went in as an, like, when we did a podcast together, and the, mm-hmm. the, 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 what eventually became the, the the bar at the comedy store, the VIP bar at the comedy store. It was just like a video room there, and it was like I was a non-violent offender, and then when I came out, I was a violent ready to be a fender. But like, it was never quite like, how did you go in there? It was just feeling. Yeah. So now this is the, the domino effect. And the reason why it's on YouTube, because I, I, one, I didn't, I'm, I'm, it, I got tired of getting flagged for my own stuff. Yeah. Copyright infringing my own voice. Like they, they copyright infringe you if you put up like I don't, I, I can't put up Death Jam. I can't put up. So annoying. I can't put up half my own shit. So um, the the natural transition of the domino effect is to do this special to give people the wherewithal of where I started. Like how did my mistakes start to even get, get the pressure? How'd you get from? My feeling is uh, my leader is a mom who has a job. Yeah. That's how you. Hey, well, I'll just get a job and I'm like two hustling to trust to jail. So we go through that segment. Then the next segment is what happens in the life of hustling. And I think that people always, every show I've ever seen has always been these amazing Hollywood stories. But what about me getting robbed and they duct tape me throwing me in the back of my own car? What about what about that part? That that that, that, that they didn't have nobody else, just me. What about <laughs> so, so many different <laughs> no, you other things? Huh? What about running from the police? Like no, nobody ever did it. Like none of your friends went to prison. No way. Like, if I like, see a policeman, it's for I mean different experience directions. Like um, you you had 
money, but you really couldn't, you really didn't know where to spend it, how to spend it, because your values wasn't some. I didn't need a meat coat. Yeah. I I just <laughs> wanted I just wanted to buy a hamburger basket for my friends at school that cost six dollars that most of them couldn't afford. Yeah. Hey man, let me um, everybody want hamburger basket. Take a finger with it. <laughs> like, it's on me. It's on me. Thank drugs for that. <laughs> and like, man, I just wanted to buy my friend's shoes and, and be able to buy the stuff that I, because I wasn't, this wasn't a career. Yeah. It was what was happening with the people that was around me. Like, as I grew up, it, it still wasn't a career. I was still trying to find other things to invest in to not do this because it wasn't, the hard part was when you start noticing things too much. Like, my boy in New York, Brooklyn. Brooklyn came and bought some dope from me. And then, like, two hours later, Brooklyn came and bought the same thing from me again. And I asked, I'm like, yo, you smoking? He said, man, hell no, I ain't smoking. Why would you say shit like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, why would I be smoking dope? Oh, you're buying dope. That's one clue. <laughs> I'm like, hey man, let me. I think I don't think that you're selling this. I think that you 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 buying this for yourself. He's like, man, ain't nobody buying no damn dope because I know what my reaction would have been if somebody would have asked me that, and I know I'm selling. It. And and they said, man, are you smoking this shit? I'm like, yeah, fuck out of here. And it, and it wouldn't have been. I wouldn't have been that angry. I like, wouldn't no. explain no more. Yeah, that's an addict thing to do. Over explain. That's one. That's what detail you could tell when someone's like an addict or something. Though I give you details you didn't even ask for. And I, what you, what you, you very uptight, right now. And that was hard for me to witness somebody who was selling at first and then started using. That that was. That was it. Was a lot of depressing moments in there because I wasn't like that. Like I didn't, I didn't sell to women like that. It was really. I I just didn't like to. I didn't like to. It's like every blue moon, but that wasn't. Most of my customers was dudes, or dudes had a woman with them. It, I didn't like the interaction of selling to a woman because I thought two things would probably happen. You would probably, I would probably give it to you if you came and said that you didn't have, because I wasn't that beat you up, drug dealer, I'm a kid. I'm like, man, I'm just really out here, man. I don't, and then later on, I was like that with guys, but not with women. What, getting tough with them? Yeah. So it's a whole, from 16 to 19 is a, is a different story. And then I think I, I in, in closed that segment with that. Oh, from there. Yeah. Those years, formative years, especially yeah. in that. And so from from being 19 to 25 is a different stretch of me Damn. being inside there. It's like Game of Thrones, the whole world. You're like, what about the beginning? How did this start? And like, well, we'll go back to there, and then yeah. we'll take it to the end. That's the plan for these for these next specials. you got to be a lot from your deathbed. I'll tell you, man, when they suggested you, it was Eric Abrams suggesting that we were like, we have this, like, TV season, and he goes, I think we got to book 30 comics. Let's just say it was three comics a night for, 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 uh, 
for 10 shows. I think it was eight shows. So eight, six, 24 comics. And um, the editing was the worst because some people would do like 22 minutes. And I'm like, I got to make that work in seven and plot <laughs> for TV. It was the worst. But then Eric said, why don't we just book 20 comics and we'll book 10 digital only stories because all the, the TV ones were also going, the full stories are going on, on just on the internet. The best for editing because all you do is like if it's joke bomb, you took it out, the rest just leave it in. And he goes, we'll just do 10 of those and then those last three or four spots, we'll just like, whoever the best was of the young kids, we'll just move them up. We'll just like, sweet, you can't, like we didn't have to risk something on an unknown, you know? And so, I mean, pretty much all the fucking, the guys worked harder. The digital ones worked way harder, you know? Because they're like, this is a shot. And then there was a fucking, some of the celebrity ones were like, I don't fucking think about it for an afternoon. You're like, God damn it. Some people worked really hard, Segura and people like that. But like, um, and DS. But like, uh, so yeah, that Mexican guy on Boots one was just like, oh, that's one. I didn't know you. I didn't know most of those guys. Sean O'Connor. Well, I've never heard of these, you know, they're just, I don't know, and that's Eric's job is finding those guys. So I guess it was from that that he won this fucking contest. And then the next year, it was the same shit. It was like coming out. It was like, who should we get? Whatever. And they were like, Ali. But I was like, but then they were like, yeah, we'll get him for digital again. I was like, no, guys. That was allowed. <laughs> that was allowed the <laughs> one time before he proved he could do it. But now that's the best story. You got to pay him the TV rate. <laughs> you got to pay him ahead of time the TV rate. That, that shit's over once he's proven himself. And then by the third time, nobody even questioned it. Yeah, you're great, man. You're great. You're a great storyteller. Yes, the, uh, I, I had to figure out. I had to figure out something because you know there's so many great comics. I say, we're gonna do the set myself. This is a lot of funny people. You get out there on a chair and you're smooth and slow. You get out there with a chair a lot of times. Yeah. I get a stool. Stool on the side. I'm stool on the side. Yeah, yeah. chair. Let's yeah. get a chair out there. I think you did my show once at the. At the Comedy store. Like, bring it to like, yeah, sure, it's not a problem. But it was just like, yeah, exactly. Like, lean. It was like, nobody takes that stance, that physical stance, sitting on a chair. Gerard actually just did that, I guess. Yeah. Were you like, that's not it? Yeah. I really was. And I said, I'm cool. I did, you know, I did it. <laughs> no one else does it. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it was just Cosby and me. And Moon Nail after she got hurt. And you know now, yeah, but it's still, but the whole thing is, it's still the signature. Yeah, still. and I can do with the with the special though. I did the the opening is is very intentional. Yeah, very intentional. We start from the as soon as the camera on, it starts. It's no, I don't need a big. Yeah, I'm not like you now. I'm not like you now. This next one, I'm just gonna be like with me on stage already. So, like, what are we waiting for? There's too many specials out there now. People like that, you know, that thing that Chappelle made fun of—the walk through the back. You know, they did last this whole special. Like, hey, good night. You know, the whole special is like that. It's like it's true. It's too much. It's too much, man. So I'm just, I just want to get at it. Even, even, no matter what, um, I think all of them are gonna be like that unless something happens different with me than something creative yeah. happens different but it'll still be the same about, about the same thing because I don't want the Kyle's the technique even if I was in a huge Kevin Hart that's a Kevin Hart thing you're too, you're too like you're a singer songwriter you know yeah. Elliot Smith 
I don't even know who that is. But he's just like a guitar guy playing yeah. bad music and shot himself and proved he was real. Um, <laughs> but there's, you know, him on a fucking on a, on a chair. You don't, it doesn't go. These big light shows don't go. That's for Pink Floyd. Yeah, I would, I, the only thing that I think I would ever do is the, the, the light at the top where they flash down on you and it'll probably just be like that. Yeah, yeah. but that, I don't know, but it, I, um, Jordan, I, I rely on him for the lights. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. working on mine, too. Yeah. Jordan Levy. Yeah. Jordan Levy is the... We got into these fights, arguments, discussions. We've known each other long enough now. <laughs> we saw the Cap City. The old Cap City's gone now. And he goes, he has to show me. He's like, dude, if you don't put any lights on, because I'm always like, black, audience black. Goes, then you're just going to be a blob of heads where you won't see the difference in heads. It just looks like, like this. You want to see, you want to register a little of the people. And I'm like, okay. He goes, here's the lights on. He goes, I'm like, that's too much. And he goes, all right, we've got to have some lights in the front. I'm like, how many, though? He goes, what do you mean? I'm like, can we unscrew that one, that one, and that one? <laughs> he goes, all right, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, all right, let's two light bulbs out of this eight. I'm like, let's compromise. We just talk. It's great. I love working with people you trust. Nigga, I definitely trust. First of all, don't ever call me that again. Second of all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Fucking the tits. It's fucking great. It's legit great. Oh, my God. Go watch it. Go watch Ali Sadiq. Uh, the Domino Effect right now. It's on YouTube. If you're watching this on YouTube, 
Peace and stress. Um, or subscribe wherever you're watching or listening. Uh, then there'll be a box that pops up right here in about four minutes. Before that happens, I want to read you all the fucking Christy McAuliffe jokes. Oh, that's good. By the way, I want to throw the gauntlet down. I'm going to throw the gauntlet down. Let me read these Christy McAuliffe jokes, and then I'm going to throw the gauntlet down. Yeah, I'm going to throw the gauntlet down now. It's my creative stir. But here's where I've discovered. I'm spending some time in Austin with the comedy scene. I'm talking to Ali Sadiq. I'm talking to uh, a couple of the Houston comics who are up in Austin. And I'm going to say this, and I don't care the ripples it makes. Houston comics are stronger than Austin comics. What do you think of that? Gauntlet thrown. That's right. I'm not talking about the top level guys. I'm not talking about, take out Segura and Rogan and Ron White and, and Hinchcliffe. Take those guys out. Take the day-to-day young comics. Houston comics are stronger, and here's why. Because Houston has fucking cowboys in the audience. They have fucking rednecks who are going to yell the F word at you if you sound too effeminate. They're not going to just go with you for your long setups. Houston comics are stronger than Austin comics. I'm not saying Austin's not a good comedy scene. I'm saying the Houston comics right now are stronger than the Austin comics. Gauntlet thrown. Take out those top-level guys who are touring headliners. We're not talking about those. We're talking about the day-to-day guys. Prove me wrong. And I'm saying, just like Bird needed a Johnson, just like Ali needed a uh, whatever, whoever he had his fucking trilogy with, I'm saying these two Texas scenes need each other to grow, to pit each other, have a nice, healthy rivalry, which right now the Houston comedy scene is winning. Dallas, you can go suck a dick. Houston versus Austin. Who's going to develop the best? Ken Austin, with the help of Joe Rogan, with the help of Tony Hinchcliffe, with the help of Tom Segura, who's never fucking here. He does fucking six spots a year in Austin. So, no. Can they overcome the Houston scene? I don't know. Houston, I believe, has always been a stronger scene. Because Austin's playing to the fucking converted. They're playing to hipsters. They're playing to people who were like, yeah, we like supporting the arts. They never had a beer bottle thrown out of them in Austin. So how strong are they going to get? Let the fighting begin. Okay, do you know what? We did that one. Uh, let's Chris McCall. You guys got to understand. This was literally, I believe this joke started definitely that week. But I think maybe even that day. But definitely that week. And there was no internet then. So how the fuck did they get around? Um, okay. What was the settle's last transmission? Answer. I said Bud Light. I don't get that one. I read that one five different times. I don't get it. You know the other one. She's other Chris McCullough with blue eyes. One blue left. One blue right. What was Chris McCullough's last words? What's his button do? What were Chris McCullough's last words to her husband? You see the kids. I'll feed the fish. That's better written than what I said. What does NASA stand for? Need another seven astronauts. Answer two. Need another shuttle also. Answer three. Chicken Kiev. And it says punchline through another joke. <laughs> I think that might be our favorite one. you got to understand, everybody felt it back then. Everybody was like, no. So that's what made these jokes even funnier to a fourth grader. Did you know why there was only one black crew member on Challenger? 
They didn't know it was going to blow up. Oh, whoa, whoa, damn, that one reads harsher now, damn, uh, do you know NASA has a new space drink, yeah, it's ocean spray, <laughs> it was a second test because they couldn't get seven up, <laughs> seven shuttles, I think there were seven astronauts, uh, <laughs> it's really perfect back. We thought they were so fucking funny. Uh, when the next shuttle launches into space, what will the senior controller say? 72, 73, 74, boom. Just kidding, guys. Uh, what do Playtex tampon users and Christy McAuliffe have in common? <laughs> I'm really getting into these. <laughs> okay, wait. Let me do it. What did Playtex tampon users and Kristen McAuliffe have in common? They both should have stayed on the pad. Go get tickets to my special. Oh, you should too. June 11th and 12th. Oh, uh, What does the Sea Lion, the Space Shuttle, and Tylenol have in common? I didn't read ahead this time. What is the sea lion? What does the sea lion, the space shuttle, and Tylenol have in common? They're all looking for a tight seal. <laughs> That's the broken seal after it killed them. How many people will fit in a Florida Volkswagen? Four in the seats and seven in the ashtray. Oh! Oh! Ooh! I guess it was seven astronauts. On future, you got three more. On future shuttle missions, why will one of the astronauts have to be a naval officer? I already know how this is going to go because it's something about in the ocean. They're going to end up in the ocean. Uh, so when they decide to use it as an experimental submarine, they'll have a rated officer on board. Meh. Uh, what did Chris McAuliffe and Donna Rice have in common? Uh, you can never understand this. Donna Rice was a was a, uh, if I remember right, was a mistress of a presidential candidate who ended up taking that guy down because they found out maybe Dan Quayle, maybe someone like that. Donna Rice, she was like a Lewinsky. Uh, Trump had one, Stormy Daniels. It was like one of those. So it didn't work for Trump. His supporters were like, dude, you fucking porn star? Nice. So anyway, what did Christian McAuliffe and Donna Rice have in common? They both went down on the Challenger. Not bad. Not bad. I wonder if I understood that as a kid. Went down. I doubt I understood it as a, as a young Jewish kid. Um, you can hear about that kind of lifestyle. The Ari Shapiro Jew, taking June 11th and 12th in Brooklyn, New York. Right now. Uh, last one. Did you hear that they are ending up another? Oh, sorry. Did you hear they are sending up another teacher on the next shuttle mission? She's going to be a substitute. <laughs> That's a bad dead astronaut joke. <laughs> oh my god. There are more, but I'm not putting them. As usual, do not send any extras to me. This is submitted. Can't send to him either. Damn, that was great. 
Anyway, guys, go right now. Uh, watch all the TV special. It's great. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. I, it. It was a really great one. It looked good. Uh, Eric Abrams and, and, and Jordan Levy did it. Uh, they're doing mine, which will also, I'm excited to show you this fucking design. Lauren Halpern made this fucking sick, sick design. I got to show you this poster. Uh, Cody made too. I wonder if I could put them on Instagram or not, but they're fucking sick. Limited edition posters will be there. Um, at the roulette. Yamakas. I got fucking interesting merch for this one. Anyway, thank you all as you did. This has been Ari Kapir Skeptic episode four seventy three. That's right, the Area Code of Granada. Um Festival of Hustlers. For Ari Sadiq, I'm Ari Sophia. Saying so long, everybody. Now go watch Ali's special. Go watch it right now. Oh, you can't wait. Just fucking go watch it. I'm fucking envious of you because you, because I've already watched it and you have yet to watch it. You're in for a fucking treat. See you guys later. Have a good night.
on, listen to Ori Shakur's tip, it's not a bad accent. Listen, listen to Ori, Ori, I can't, I can't even do my own name in an accent. It's not like an unheard of word. I've heard my name said in an accent before. Ari Chopper. Ari Chopper. Oh, anyway, hi you guys, welcome to episode 231. The State of the Union address. I have my old friend Dave Smith coming in to talk about all the good and the bad and the ugly of the United States of America for the last eh, year and a half, two years or so. I might do this every year, we'll see. It's a long one. It's a very long one. And I'm in Scotland right now at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, comedy festival. It's gigantic. It makes us relax. look like fucking nothing. A thousand comedians are here. I think something like 2,000 different shows. Um, it, it, it's just monstrous. The sheer size of it is monstrous. Anyway, I did a State of the Union address with Dave Smith, who is staying in my apartment. Um, he said he was going to, he said he was going to fix my drapes, I mean, get me blind. He said he's staying there for free, and I left him money. All he's got to do is get me blind and do a little bit of housework around the house. Not much, a little bit. So remind him to fucking do it. But listen, um, Dave is really smart, follows politics a lot, um, and he's a really um, non-partisan view of things. He's just real realistic about all the uh, political stuff. So I had him in to say, uh, talk about everything that's going on. And a lot's going on in the United States this year. Gay marriage, um, Black Lives Matter, and so forth and so on. Uh, we talked about a lot. So um, this will be fun. But before, and for this introduction, I thought since I'm in Scotland and since I'm being roommates with um, three guys who are from London, I thought what better way to balance this than do an introduction. Sorry, you're supposed to be on here anyway. The beginning of the introduction. What better way to do an introduction than invite my friends, I hear stuff, Alex Keeley and Alex Smith. So. Um, they are all comedians here at the Edinburgh, Edinburgh, did I say it right? Edinburgh, yeah. Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Um, so let's get these guys' opinion on America and what it's been like so far in the last, I don't know, year or two. So it'll be fun. Guys, it's fucking, it's probably a five-hour podcast, so sit back and relax. Dave Smith, by the way, is going to be at Comics at Foxwood in Connecticut, um, September 16th through the 19th, and he's going to be on Fox News on Red Eye for the... Well, now the third time. He did, since we recorded this, he's been on Fox News twice already um, as a political correspondent slash comedian. So tune in to him September 3rd at Red Eye, on Red Eye. All right, let's start the episode. You guys, thank you for joining me. Here we are with I Hear Shaw, Alex Keeley, Alex Smith. Hi. And I will be doing shows at uh, every Thursday night. You can go nuts. It's okay. I, uh, every Thursday night at 11 o'clock uh, at the Pleasant Zone, the eighth zone of the Pleasant Zone. Every show is different. Check out my Instagram or my Twitter for the specific lineups. But uh, every night is a different theme for this is not happening, and all the lineups are completely different. So pretty much stop in any night for me a different show. All right. Uh, yeah, maybe. What is it? What's a hand shandy? Uh, you know what shandy is? No, what's a shandy? <laughs> hold on, pick this up. Pick this up. <laughs> hold on, hold on, pick this up. It's here. What's a shandy? I love these British terms. Okay, so I've had to explain um, explain two terms now. Toss is to jerk 
So to toss would be to jerk your jerk, jerk oneself off. Uh-huh. To toss 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 one. off toss, toss off wanker toss yes a wanker is a jerker a wanker is someone that jerks you can wank your wanker is a is a dick is a is a balance. Okay. I feel like I'm just I'm just the dictionary definition where it's like wanker c toss toss c wanker it's not really being <laughs> very helpful there but um uh to um a shandy is a drink which is like half beer half lemonade summer shandy yeah i've heard that so a hand a hand shandy is maybe is, is maybe when someone gives you a hand job <laughs> with lubricating with nope, no 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 there's no there's uh, no beverage involved okay. in uh, oh, a hand shandy okay, okay yeah yeah all right very nice <laughs> the more you learn the more you learn okay and by the way you guys the intro to this episode is like 34 minutes so um just get ready. Just it's like an all week long listen podcast, and I'm ending it with um, Ron Paul's uh, speech to leave Congress, which we talked about in the episode. So at the end of this episode is another 45 minutes of that speech, which you're more than welcome to listen to, or you can go to the website, allreadagreat.com, um, to get all the details, to see the video, unless you watch him say it. You can also get my Amazon link there, which you can help support the podcast. Because I had three zero line deductions that cost me twenty pounds each extra, so you guys can tip back in by using my Amazon link. Um, all right. Um, hi guys. All right. Switch with me. It's like the starter jet already. Your feet all over mine. Oh nice. I've just been for a run. By the way, of all of our feet, I just had an ingrown toenail taken oh, out, God. and my toe was dinky. But Alex, hey guys, is way down. Oh, hey guys, oh my God. what is wrong with your Can we still be friends? What the fuck is going on there? I don't know. I'm really concerned because when you cut your nails, it grows, and then it's still. I really it's thought it would have passed out. I thought the weirdness would have passed out. When and you have you new fresh toe soldiers? I've got, a, I've got a tip for you. It's uh, socks when you're in public. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. The solution to my condition is to hide it. That is, uh, yeah. That is <laughs> great. That is really not normal. Hide one of those solutions. <laughs> hide it great. and see someone. <laughs> really? Do I have to go to a doctor? Yeah. <laughs> and it's really black and blue. It's pretty, I would say it's it's like, I quite like it. I quite, it's like a, it's like I a chevron. It's like chevron, but I say it's black and then it's normal. It's like a florist chevron. <laughs> it's so bad, it looks like the kind of thing the doctor would go home after his shift and tell his wife about. Like, I would not believe it. I think the worst thing is, I think it's the sort of thing that a doctor would take a photograph of for a before in like a book. is going to be known as Keely for Yeah, you think your thing is bad, don't worry, look at this guy. If it were like a before after thing, they would have this as the before, but the after wouldn't even be like a fully normal toe. They wouldn't like because that would seem unconvincing. They'd be like, "No, you can't make that fully normal again." <laughs> It'll be like a still fairly shitty toe, but like, yeah. <laughs> or just a coffin, just a picture, <laughs> <laughs> or, or a man with no leg whatsoever. <laughs> like the options were wasn't treated. So the way it is, or lose your entire leg, <laughs> and you correctly chose to lose the ability to walk without hopping. Like that. I, I, yeah, I think the only reason that any girl has ever broken up with me is they just. Unfortunately, have a foot fetish, and I can't satisfy that for them. No, no one would put that. No one would put that in their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> never, never. Paint yourself. Paint it. It looks like marble. Yeah. Looks like a great. Sorry, but one of the things in game is you watch Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's my like one of the skins. I have like the skins on grayscale. Grayscale. Yeah. Grayscale. Yeah. It's gonna spread. It's gonna spread. 
we've, we've totally like <laughs> shared plates. So I feel like so that's I, I've get... got a monkey. I don't. I use. Yeah. I use my hands. I remember. I feel like all of the kitty with is like a foot cooking skill. I'm very glad that I always wear socks in the mm. communal areas. <laughs> I don't even wear pants a lot. Yesterday when you guys were out, and I knew I had to take a shower. I just walked around naked. It was lovely. And that that is worried, good, isn't it? If that's what Keely's toe looks like. <laughs> <laughs> what are the other <laughs> appendages suffering with? I bet his dick is in like a knot. Some sort of like, <laughs> <laughs> like curly cue. Like a curly cue. It's like the poster for airplane. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a question mark. It's just in the shape of a question mark. <laughs> is this normal? Question yeah, yeah, mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know your ganky toe is a dot. All right, well. <laughs> Welcome to Ari Shafir's Skeptic Tank, episode 231. Ah, this is all about America and the State of the Union. It's the State of the Union address with the Libertarians. So I figured for the introduction, you know, this idea that I'll get you guys to talk about how you feel about the United States over the last year, year and a half, two years, something like that, just lately. Uh-huh. So there's been a few things that have happened. I just want to get an outsider's view of it. Well, so, I think that we should first go to international correspondent Alex Smith. <laughs> um, I like the flag. <laughs> the real. I think Stars is a really jazzy choice, and Stripes <laughs> is very brave considering the season. So uh, I, I, respect, I actually respect everything the Americans are doing. Right on. I love it. I never worked with anyone as well dressed as you, Alex. <laughs> Even your fucking earring is regal. Uh, I'm, you can't hear it over the radio, but I'm really fucking hip. <laughs> um, what do you? I mean, what have you guys heard lately? I mean, have you heard, have you heard about the Black Lives Matter stuff? Yeah, I mean, it seems like it, it, you're, it, it's a society that is constantly sort of taking uh, one step forward and two steps back. It's like, like you're like loads of stuff seems really positive, like the legalization of equal marriage all across uh-huh. the United States, that's fantastic. And so, but, but you like keep killing unarmed black men yeah, all really the time. That is a real problem. The gun thing is really weird. What, uh, what do you guys think about guns? The fact that we have guns. You guys don't so have guns. Weird. It's so weird. Why do you need a gun? <laughs> it's to protect yourself against the other guns. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, because people keep going, well, what if we get more, if you thought about getting more guns with more bullets in them and then <laughs> <laughs> there would be less people firing the guns. If everyone had like ten guns, then why would? Well, this is like I mean, Jim Jeffries did the very like bit that went viral about this whole thing. But he is absolutely right that like the same thing happened in Australia that happened in Britain, which is just like there was one terrible, terrible massacre, yeah. and then it was just like, all right, so let's just stop having guns, and then it never happened again. What what happened in what happened in England? In Britain, there was a shooting at a school in Dunblane in Scotland. Uh, a dude just kind of opened fire and killed a lot of kids, uh, and that was basically the thing that us. How long ago was that? 20 years ago? Yeah. 20 years ago. And then everybody got together like, alright, we just got to stop this. Yeah. But it wasn't, I, like, what? I, I think the gun thing is ridiculous and it's stupid and it's like, but like I, I guess I'm a bit more, like I just, I do think it's a bit like a Pandora's, like I don't, I don't know if you can ever, like I think it's man, this is really one of the reasons I'd be less likely to want to live in America, but I just don't really, if there's anything to be done about it, like I don't, I don't think enough people would want I mean, it never them. comes into play in anyone I know's normal life, mm. you know. But the reason we actually yeah, have Yeah, it doesn't until you're kind of going about your everyday business in a movie theater or a shopping mall right. or whatever, and some... We hear about it. Guy. Yeah, I mean, I guess some people have been actually affected by it, but the reason we have the guns really is so that we can get rid of the king. Yeah. I mean, that's all the reason we have it, is because we're born of revolution. 
It totally makes sense when the average dude had a musket and the government had a musket, but yeah. it's now like, your government's tooled up now, you're not going to be able to, well, no matter how many yeah. well, I mean, you've got, <laughs> you've lost the game, guys. But. And there's no militia anymore, like it's supposed to be for like a well-armed, for militia. like a well-armed militia, like well-marching yeah. militia, it's like, well, I think it's going to be guerrilla warfare when it happens, of, of random assassinations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, maybe you could just start referring to yourself as a well-regulated militia of one. And then, <laughs> yeah, that's what I said, the army of one. Oh, somewhere. <laughs> I just think that if you keep guns, you do have to be doing more. I feel like most Americans have been missing their like Sunday morning militia practice that they should yeah. be they should be doing to. You're suggesting the organisation of the faith militant. Like, yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll put my name behind that. Oh yeah, those guys. <laughs> That season five sucked. <laughs> whole season five is garbage. <laughs> I love season one through four. Yeah. Well, I mean, they didn't really have much to work with. The books went quite precipitously bad after they the did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's I, why I went. Bad. I just like that everyone is really pissed off with him that he's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what a dickhead. <laughs> he's got to finish those books before he dies. Like maybe he's got things that he wants to, like some affairs he's got to put in. Order. <laughs> not like tell his family that he loves them before he dies. Not continue writing the books <laughs> yeah. that you desperately need. And like, <laughs> you think it's bad for you not being able to read the book? I'll die. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be dead. Also, having told, I mean, having told all the stadium plot details to other people anyway, so if he does die, maybe we'll just get the same plot, but written by someone with slightly better writing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and younger, hipper. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so when you guys heard about all the, all the, the, the kind of uprisings in, in Baltimore and Missouri, and, and what, what did you guys think about it? Like, what, what did you guys hear, and what did you think about it? Well, I mean, it sort of, it made sense, right? It, it seemed like that there was always going to be some point and it hasn't happened with like the mass shootings and stuff but maybe there will be a point there as well where it's just like the final straw occurs and people are like right we need to actually get out there and say that we're not going to stand for this anymore except for what uh, except for what in the case of like in the case of Black Lives Matter uh -huh. with the shooting of unarmed people uh, and stuff and like the institutionalised racism of the police force and most of and it is institutionalised racism that's what you feel about it? That's how it's all? And it's definitely how it comes across mm. in this country, like, pretty straightforward. And then any time that um, there is someone who's shot, they try and, like, roll out some bullshit news story where he was robbing a liquor store two hours before, which is completely unrelated to the fact that he yeah. shot dead when he wasn't carrying a weapon. Or what they'll also do is the, the other side will paint him to be this great, you know, student. And I'm like, that also does it not matter. matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter whether, if he gave charity or not. You just don't... You're not supposed to shoot someone. Yeah. He's not about to shoot you. <laughs> it was in the certain that Michael Brown thing where it was like he was ran towards me, like he was angry that I was shooting him. It was like, of course he was angry. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be livid. Uh, really, it really, uh, it really irks me. Where <laughs> I'm just trying to walk along and someone's shooting at me, and I'm like, oh, I don't play it. That cop too. He said he shot him. Then he ran away, shot him again or something. And then he turned and was coming at him, and he had to shoot him again. I'm like, wait, you can't, you can't subdue a guy who's been shot three times? <laughs> like, why do you have to keep shooting? It's not like breaking your fast where you can like <laughs> now like eat all you want. <laughs> now you take your baton out. You can you can definitely stop a guy who's been shot three times. And like none of the seemingly the, one of the worst parts is that none of these policemen ever get. Any kind of come up and that's what people get upset about. What, what do they all get like collections for? But them, they, right? get, and like, they get acquitted of, of all they the get acquitted because they can't fully fully prove 
and you have to sort of trust the cops. Uh, like, well, you have to take their word for it. So, like, who do you trust when something happens? Ask the cops. Well, yeah. The cop says, yeah, well, he was about to kill me. And like, well, there you go. And like, mm. but what if you just murdered someone? Yeah, I mean, they're very much seemingly above the law because they are the law. So who's going to implement it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So your cops aren't assholes? No, I'm not, I'm not, not in this kind of way. They don't have guns. They don't have guns. They don't have guns. And that helps them not shoot people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I find the se- severe lack of a gun has always held me back from shooting anyone. <laughs> um, and so that, that helps in our country that you can't just kill someone. My feeling is if I had a gun at all times, I, by now I would have shot someone. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. like how you always take your phone out and check it. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I keep getting this out. I may as well bloody use it. No, come on, guys. Well, you've been mad before, right? <laughs> some stranger, like, really angry. Probably just, like, in the knee or something. I probably just shoot someone in the knee just to be like, you're someone. not going to die, but you have pissed me off. So Joey Diaz always says, I'll shoot you in the leg. Yeah, I mean, like, our cop's main weapon is going up to people and going, hello, hello, what seems to be going on here? Like, they don't, there's not, there's no full... Uh, uh, they also tip their hats. Yeah, yeah, that's no, what I'm saying. Don't the criminals have, have weapons? In, in England and London? Not really. You hear more stabbings than shootings, and that's because, like, access to a gun for a small-time criminal is, is very difficult. It's like, because you would only get a gun through some kind of black market or you'd end up getting, like, some hunting gun, and that's, there's loads of processes to go through just to buy that. Whereas in America, you can just walk into the supermarket and buy it with, like, ham. Yeah, like, all the <laughs> <laughs> I've always been against ham being a fiat currency in America. Like, I've always felt like, oh, I've got to get sandwiches and a gun today so I can go to the same shop to do that. They do have a two-week waiting period where they check you, but that's only in specific outlets. Yeah, if you want to get a gun show, you can just buy one. That doesn't seem long enough. Two, two yeah. weeks. I've got to wait. Two weeks to kill that guy? Remember that Simpsons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm Mad now. <laughs> he had to stay angry for two weeks. <laughs> All the things he wanted to shoot, like targets were going by his front yard, his sister-in-laws. Like, oh, I want a gun. Um, um, you can't rewind. Like you can't rewind it. Can you? Like I'd, I'd love to get rid of guns in America, but like there's yeah. too many people that would never. That, that, that even if you got a majority in favour of it, which maybe there even maybe could be or is, like there'd be such a strong minority of people, like we're talking like a strong like 30% at least, given that like, what, what is it, 20% of Republicans currently want to vote for Donald Trump, like there'd be at least that many if not more people who'd be virulently against and yeah, would, and would resist, and would resist. Right. Trump. Why, why have we not been talking about Trump also? Why have we hit guns first time? Right. At some point we have to talk about that man. I want to understand how he's allowed to be in the position that he's like how is he he's uh, in no in, position uh, he's okay. a celebrity right he will not win he's a celebrity he's a reality show host and he, he's a businessman if he had just been a businessman he'd have a chance yeah but now he's a talk show host or whatever and, and he's the same thing as like Howard Stern just some old sellout um, he's not but he's the only one running right now he just got in first so everyone's talking about him my feeling is he'll, he'll just fade away when people have like well here's my real political view Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's what happened four years ago with like him again and like Herman Cain and people. They all had like four weeks in the sun, and then people were like, oh, okay, he's no, this is not a person. But do you, can you guys, yeah, do you guys laugh at us when you see like a like a like a politician like Donald Trump? Yeah, of course. Okay, <laughs> hey, the funniest thing. 
<laughs> He's so old. He comes in with a baseball cap. It doesn't fit with like one of those the ropes over the brim, you know. And it's like, what are you wearing, man? It looks like a free hat. <laughs> You've got it a giveaway. What are you wearing? You look like a fucking Asian hipster, like an old one. Yeah, just dressed from a thrift store. Got to keep his hair on with it, though. I mean, he basically told a leading news anchor that she was bad at she wasn't doing her job properly because she was having her period. Basically, that's like what he basically just. Really? He yeah, just said that, like, like you're <laughs> bleeding out of whatever. She's bleeding, she's bleeding out of her nose, bleeding out of her wherever, and like people are like, ooh, so like, <laughs> is this a <laughs> bleeding out of? Not a very sensitive terminology for period. <laughs> what I do like, the only thing I like about him, oh, there's only two things. One is Trump the game. Uh, I enjoyed that board game when I was younger. Uh, and two, I don't know what that is. Is that like a, is that like a tycoon game? Like, yeah, kind of Monopoly. Mm-hmm. But it was really fun. We all played it when I was like seven or eight. It was like it was like a four-hour game. Pretty good. <laughs> in the Trump board game, if you go bankrupt, do you get bailed out and then get to go again? <laughs> oh well, that will be my Yeah, what happens when your rich people fuck up? Do they just get bailed out by the power? If they work for a bank, then then yeah. <sighs> Fucking or, or they just get disgraced and then they go on TV for a while and they get paid like a few thousand pounds every time they go on TV and then after a while they're rich <laughs> again. So it works out quite well for them. Yeah, we have celebrity game shows which are like welfare celebrities. That's how we know it. Well, there are a lot of celebrity game shows where when they win, you know, they win like 10,000 pounds or whatever and then have to say like what charity they're going to give it to. <laughs> and you can quite often tell that they could really do something. <laughs> 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 I mean, I'm giving this to like the donkey sanctuary, but I'm really behind on my mortgage payments, guys. Like, I have not been on TV in five years. I, I'm giving it to my local food bank. Which is where I do all of my learning. It's really good if I can get some more stuff in. <laughs> um, how long have you guys had gay marriage legalized? Uh, yeah, yeah. We've had we had like civil partnerships before, which are actually the same thing. I don't think you had that in America, right? Like no, we had we had civil partnerships for a while, but you don't get all the rights. Right. So we had I think all the like civil partnerships yeah. were all the rights for gay yeah. marriage. Gay marriages, is that right? I think so. It, it was like more a, about, I think, I think it was more about the terminology that was the issue. So we, they could have civil ceremonies and be in a union together in the same way that you can do if you get married outside of the church. But, um, rightly so, they, they wanted to be able to use the term marriage, but they weren't, weren't quite like allowed to use. So that was the only really shift. I mean, we've had civil unions here. I love people like, oh, you're going to say the two husbands? And you're like, yeah, what's the big deal? Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to say that. You have two roommates, but you don't have to change terminology. Chums, we're going to go with chums, I think. Yeah. <laughs> what was the South Park one? But buddies. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of, <laughs> um, so we we had it brought in by like our like the, like David Cameron, who's like conservative, so it's like the Republicans bringing they brought in gay marriage. Yeah, and so it's like it's uh-huh. not our left, it's our right wing party ends up bringing in. In America, that seems to happen overnight as well. That uh-huh. like over here to us, I don't know about if you guys, but it seemed like a real shock. Like the day it came through that it had been legalized in the states. There hadn't seemed to be much build up to it. Well, it's because it was the kind Supreme of Court. Like, it was kind yeah. of Supreme Court. They've been waiting and waiting. All around uh-huh. the states, and then They've the projects were ultimately yeah. Court. And they didn't hear about hearing the case for a while, and they finally laid down their position on it. But the problem is, 33 or 36 states already had it legalized out of 50. Oh, okay. So then it became like once I realized that, I was like, well, it was pretty much, it was pretty much legal already. 
almost everywhere you live. Mm. I wonder what political entity that existed for five years, the states that hadn't legalized gay marriage, would roughly look like. <laughs> We had one state, Arizona, that refused to acknowledge Martin Luther King Day as a holiday when it was still a state holiday instead of a national holiday. Aww. And they had the Super Bowl there, and Arizona in the National Football League, said, the National American Football League, said that um, we're going to take away the Super Bowl unless you vote in. You have a year to do it, but you're not going to have a Super Bowl there if you don't vote in. A paid holiday. You get a paid day <laughs> off. And they go, no. And they took what? away the holiday. And no, then eventually I, they were like, well, fine, we're making a national I holiday. I am You're so racist that I would rather go to work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's like no political, there's like no opinion that I hold so strongly that I would go to what, like I would. Oh yeah, I, mean, I would have really high job satisfaction there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they love their job. I would vote in a Klan rally day. Uh, <laughs> and pay day off. Like, I'm certainly pro multiculturalism. I just have to go to work tomorrow. I've got so much stuff on. <laughs> this week is madness. <laughs> I just can't. I can't. Sorry. But I really don't understand. Like political positions like that, and like, like the thing with the, them refusing to take down the Confederate flag from town halls mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's like they're pretty obviously like the dick position, right? Like is no. That's, that's, okay. So I feel like, do people, like, think, like, oh, well, yeah, everyone I mean, thinks I'm a dick, but I don't I'll know. compare it to something. There's been, um, okay, so that guy who um, shot up a church yeah. in South Carolina, mm-hmm. you heard about that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, yeah. that's acting on racism. Fuck these black people, you guys are all men or women, or whatever he said, and he starts shooting everybody. Even though he's shooting women. Just like, <laughs> they're not men or women. But, um, um... Well, yes, even for legalization of equal marriage, they actually Maybe, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's it. <laughs> but um, it doesn't just represent his views. It's kind of like saying that the, the, any sort of Islamic flag would be illegal because of terrorism, based, you know, for the sake of Islam. When most Muslims are not uh, warring, the, the Confederate flag represents fishing holes and, you know, rednecks and, and, the, and the, the Dukes of Hazard. Stuff like that. It represents lots of stuff that has nothing to do with racism. It's just everyone says the South must be racist. Well, well, I kind of hear that. Like, it's like the Confederate flag represents fishing holes in racism, but, and, uh, you know, the Jews of Hazard in racism. And, like, it's, it's, I can't see how it can be divorced from that. It's like, I mean, like, the, the, the thing with, like, an Islamic flag, like, it's like the ISIS flag, you'd be like, well, yeah, let's not have that about. But, you know, uh, the American flag know. also represents racism. Boston is one of the most racist cities in the, in the country, and that's the North. There's, like, there's racism everywhere. That Michael Brown stuff is New York. That's the American flag. But that flag, like, I don't know, it's just like the Confederate flag was literally born, like, I know it's supposed to be, and it's trying to say it's about states' rights, but it's like the states' rights to, like, keep people as slaves. Like, it's not. That's, mm-hmm. like, that's, yeah, but the Civil War is mostly about trade. But like, just for slaves. Like, I, don't, I, like, yeah. I feel like... <laughs> yeah, not for slaves. Correct. <laughs> not for slaves. But like, um... Uh, 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 wait, what are you... I'm gonna, I'm gonna, what are you <laughs> That's what it is. It's a symbol. Kill, kill, kill. Everyone's like against the symbol, but it's like, no, it's against the guy going in and shooting people. That's what people are upset about, and not I the flag. He wasn't doing it for the flag. To some extent, all flags have blood on them, like... Yeah. Really. I, I understand your... Yeah, the American flag saying. represents killing children in Yemen. Yeah, so I don't like, think getting rid of the flag isn't going to stop people going into churches and murdering exactly. black people. That's, that, it's, 
Yeah, that's my feeling about it. It's more that people maybe want a gesture in that direction. Yeah, exactly, which, which is why I'm saying that, like, you know, maintaining the flag above your town hall in the wake of that is just being a bit of a dick. Like, you, can make, you can make a gesture, it's not, it doesn't do anything to you. Isn't kind of a problem that seemingly from the outside of America have is empty gestures and then nothing changes? Yeah. yeah. Whenever these things happen with the guns, where somebody gets killed, children get killed, or this thing, everyone gets up in arms, especially on Facebook, so we got to change, and then... Four months later, they forget, they move on to the next thing. Kind of, they just want to talk, talk about things. Mm -hmm. The politicians come in and say, we have to do something, we have to have serious talks about this. And then once public sentiment goes away, they just work on something else. Yeah. There's some other question I was going to ask you guys about. The, the Dukes of Hazzard. Like, like, <laughs> what's the question about the Dukes of Hazzard? No, we're are they like, are they like stopping repeats? The Dukes, like, did I get this wrong? But like, did I yeah, they took that off. But like, that, like, I think that's like, I think the Confederate flag is like a dumb piece of shit that should be said. But like, I think that like something which is just in a show, like, like for anything that's just going to be counterproductive. I think like it shouldn't be on, like the state, like uh, government shouldn't be waving a flag above its building that is the Confederate flag. But I think it's a bit crazy to take a show off yet. Like that's just going to. That's just going to piss all the people that you are, like, trying to, like, hopefully bring to not wanting to fly the Confederate flag off even more. Like, oh, they took our Dukes of Hazard off air. Oh, like, right. that seems a very counterproductive. Now it's like, you fucking white people. Yeah, yeah. have no. they not seen every episode by now? There's a real deeper question of who is still watching <laughs> the Dukes of Hazard. It's, it's not on prime time. It's on real, real late at night. That means the people stay up and stay even worse. It's not just got a telly. It's got the TVs for the first time. They're like, Oh, I'm going to catch up on this Dukes of Hazzard thing. I've been hearing good things about it for a hundred years. Yeah. <laughs> and they just seem to do like a Netflix, like Wet Hot American Summer style like reboot and then just refilm Dukes of Hazzard but then not have a flag on it and then you can make They, re they remade it with Jessica Simpson who, who I worry about because she's a multi-multi-millionaire <laughs> and I feel like it concerns me to live in a world where that's been allowed to happen. Just cause how did that... What do you think about Jessica? Um, dude, she's my mum. <laughs> I'm just thinking... <laughs> Who's your dad? <laughs> I'm just thinking... Jessica Simpson is your mum, and you look like this, and you're about 11 years younger than Jessica Simpson. <laughs> Who is your dad? A really Indian kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Indian, what's the... What's racism like in um, Your racism, especially when these people like when I got warned when I came to London to stand up, they're like, "Oh, racism is real touchy here." But then racism there doesn't seem to be black and white. It seems to be um, you and white. <laughs> oh, just uh, for, <laughs> for clarity for those uh, listening, uh, I'm Hella Brown. <laughs> no, people are people are super. So, uh, Brendan Burns has this uh, amazing line uh, about the difference between Australian and British racism, where he's like, uh, "British racism is latent, Australian racism is blatant." <laughs> um. <laughs> but, but, like, it's, uh, in this country, people really don't like talking about it. They do, like racism tends to be a very taboo subject, uh, and so particularly uh, in comedy, uh, right, it's kind of weird that like often pretty much only non-white comedians will talk about race uh, as a subject, and even those who do will generally be making kind of very superficial and stereotypical uh, comments on it, and then as soon as people try and start saying something interesting about it, that can receive, uh, th th people can be quite hostile to that. Yeah, nor can you really talk about, like, if you're, if you're white and a comedian in this country, you don't really talk about being white. Like, it, no, no, like, you can't really be self-deprecating about being white, because you can't come across as looking like that's a challenge in life. Right. <laughs> You'll talk about, a lot of people would like to use, like, 
basically, I feel like the British version that is using middle class as a synonym, almost like yeah. I like the. Mm-hmm. the and I, that, I mean that's yeah, that's, that's kind of middle class. Oh, you use dance around words. Exactly. So you just say, you say things about like how you eat hummus or like you're middle classy or you love avocado or like there'll be like gags about that. I mean it's, it's just hilarious. Obviously, it's uh, fun. Yeah. Fifty-five minutes. My act is that. Uh, the uh, uh, yeah. when you see a mixed couple. Is it a thing that maybe not you guys, but that people will like do a double take? Maybe of an older generation, but I don't know. It seems like we look at. I mean, I've, I've only ever like had white girlfriends, and no one's ever. Oh yeah, man. That's congratulations. You're a racist. It's always been your problem. But I don't know. I think like the. Older generations are still like racism, but I feel like in our country we just look at it more a bit like, oh, <laughs> like, oh you little old racist, that's, that's adorable because they're not going to do anything about it. They just don't like being served by a black person in Marks and Spencers. It just stresses them out by <laughs> if they if they handle their fruit and then they, they would have to wash it quite thoroughly afterwards. That's about us. So it's like it's not that's it's not that damn it. Like we get crazy people from time to time, but I wouldn't say it's a fair representation of. Uh, my my two most enjoyable recent experiences uh, with was, was, uh, was uh, I was walking, uh, I, I was gigging uh, up north and staying at a friend's flat and everything. We were walking back to his flat together and uh, both quite drunk and some people just like shouted something out of a car at me and I was like, hey, hi, good evening to you too. And uh, my friend Max was like, what do you think they said? <laughs> I was like, oh, they just said hello. <laughs> He's like, Right. Okay. <laughs> stick with stick with that. <laughs> what did they say? <laughs> Obviously, they were just shouting like fucking Pakistani or something like that. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> we do not have enough Pakistani people in the United States to have it be a valid form of racism. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that the people are going around. Is I'm going to racially abuse that. No, it's too niche. It's too niche. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to do it. I'm not interested. <laughs> people, other race for the race. What does that mean? <laughs> so be learning. I get that you're being hateful, but I don't get the angle that you're coming from, so I don't find it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, there are far more uh, people of Indian origin than of Pakistani origin in the UK, but Paki is just used for the entire Indian oh, subcontinent. Yeah, it's, it's anything beyond beige, and then people will yeah, start yeah. using that word. They're racist in their racism. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> That's another level. <laughs> it's like, yeah. and I think, I think well, that's the worst thing the British have done uh, on the, to do with the subcontinent. <laughs> well, Richard Herring had this great, Richard Herring is a comedian who actually, uh, a white comedian who has talked about race in a very interesting uh, way because he did a show called uh, Hitler's Moustache, uh-huh. uh, where he kind of grew a Hitler moustache for a year and tried to reclaim it for comedy as the Charlie Chaplin moustache. Yeah. Uh, and it was one of my favourite stand up shows mm-hmm. uh, ever, you can like hear it on And worked the treat because everyone in Britain now has. Yeah, <laughs> it works. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, look up and up and down the go. Well, I mean, you can't see uh, on the podcast, but the three of us all have Hitler moustaches. Yeah, men, women, yeah. some children. I thought Jordan had it for a while. And was like, what are you doing? He <laughs> uh, was like, like you know, India and Pakistan countries. They they hate each other. There could be nuclear war that would devastate the world if only they could see each other as a racist sees them. <laughs> like, oh, you're just a bunch of Pakis. What are you arguing about? <laughs> uh, two questions, two more questions, then we'll be done. Okay. Um, one, um, is do you have this climate that we have of um, the far left sort of seeking to silence anything that doesn't sort of agree with them? Um, I, I call them militant feminists. 
but that's how games were fired. If they said the wrong thing, they'd lobby ignorance as a, as a real, real negative thing. Instead of to be educated, they're like, you need to be pushed aside. Do you have that or no? Uh, I Laws. Think that, I, I think it's also, there are elements of that that are also happening here, just because I think like the echo chamber of social media really like intensifies things that they can be, yeah, like you log on and say, like, all right, who's today's villain? Right. This person must be destroyed, and then they've been forgotten about the next day. Um, uh, yeah, there, there is quite a worry, because I, I mean, I'm quite like a, a politically active left-wing dude, yeah. uh, and it is kind of one of the elements of the whole thing that I find a bit more troubling. Yeah, it's rushed. There were these, there were these um, hearse drivers. You know the hearse is? Mm-hmm. Okay, and they, they had a three-hour drive, these 70, 72-year-old guys, and they stopped at Dunkin' Donuts for some food to get a bite, and then were on their way, and someone took a picture of a, with a military guy with a, a, a flag draped over the, the hearse, and they took a picture of it, and everybody was up in arms. How dare you? You have no respect for the military. You're talking at Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. yeah, and they're like, we have a three-hour drive. I don't know how you... You guys just don't know how driving works. <laughs> it's not... We're, we're not on our way to a funeral. You're going to think substantive have happened to them. Yeah, they got fired. They lost their jobs. Well, because it's such a reactive society. No one does the research. They've looked at everything in a vacuum. Of like, oh, this black guy got thrown out of a bar. Must be racism. We're like, no, no, we cut people off after three drinks. This guy had five. He has to leave. But they said everything is in this weird vacuum where they just want to be reactionary. Wait, hold on. In, in American bars, do they stop giving you alcohol? If they do, my friend just got thrown out and he called it racism. I'm like, There's the only example of racism in this is that you're black. The bartender said nothing about your race. You were probably served. You can't just claim racism. But this like, sort of stuff happens as reactionary and then everyone jumps I on mean, it. I mean, as a British person, I'm just bowled over by the notion of Having to stop drinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think, like all I've been thinking about this whole conversation is what flavor Dunkin' Donut they had. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, in my mind, there are so many options. Like, yeah. like what did you get? What is there a particularly disrespectful flavor? <laughs> or like Cecil the Lion? Did you hear about him? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then that's racism. <laughs> also, can we just uh, kind of focus on the fact that the American pronunciation of Cecil is adorable? <laughs> <laughs> but everyone wants to get this guy fired from his dentistry job in another country, and then you read all these. Zimbabwe people writing blogs like, oh, we kill 200 lions a year. It's not a big deal here. That guy didn't do anything wrong. He just named our lions, so you think it's bad. I, was, I think one thing on that I found really funny in terms of uh, social media is I saw, I saw quite a lot of people, some of who I'm friends with on Facebook, would say things like, like, it's one thing to kill an animal and then use it for, you know, for food or for whatever. It's another thing to kill this other, I'm like, no, like you can eat things that aren't animal. Like it's not like I hate people that are, like have like a, uh, like so righteous oh, right. about this line thing. I'm like, well, you're not like a vegetarian. Like if you really really gave a shit, like there are beans, there are like there are vegetables. It's, it's like one like thing to kill a lion that has lived an open life in its natural habitat for <laughs> the entire time, and it's completely another to kill an animal that you have tortured for its entire existence yeah. that has the intelligence of a three-year-old child uh, and isn't allowed to turn or see its children. That's like slavery. That's like saying it's one thing to have slaves if you're going to have them help you do work. <laughs> right. Just to imprison people for the sake of imprisonment. That's hard. <laughs> you can use that in your letter. All you want. Um, uh, and then the last thing I wanted to ask you guys, unless there's something else you wanted to add about your thoughts on American in the last few years. 
Well, the, the, one, the one thing about the militant, like, I think that, the, the, like, I don't necessarily think that, like, militant feminism is a thing in the sense that I usually agree with, like, near on 100% of what they're trying to achieve. I think sometimes that social media gets things out of hand and then people are, that, like, people may, may have just said something uh, and they then get fired for it, which I think is, like, counterproductive. And I think that it's all about, like, you can't, if your real aim is to convince people and change people's attitudes, that isn't the way to do it. It's to explain they've done something wrong and try and get them to change their minds. And if they really insist, or if they do something in such a way that means they're like not hiring women properly or whatever, then fine. Like maybe you then need to fire that person. If it borderline like illegal gonna, or hurts your business in the business sense, but yeah. not if like to me. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I'm obviously a Jew, but like you can go home and go to a Klan rally, and and that's okay. Because it's, it's protected by free speech. You can do whatever you want. It doesn't affect your accounting job. You know? Well, I mean, it would affect their chances of me hiring. That's because you're a dick, isn't it? Like, why are you? He's Paul Clarence. Look what all. Jerry does with his weekends with his own <laughs> business, but he's very good at numbers. <laughs> well, we were formed under this basis of this quote of, I may not agree with what you say, but I'll defend it to death. You're right to say it. And then we've sort of, I feel like we've sort of just lost that in the last. 15 years. Yeah, I think it just comes down to providing you're not directly hurting anybody or kind of indoctrinating someone into a system where they will end up hurting someone. So, like, that kid who went into the church and killed all of those people... That's the problem. You know, he was raised in an environment that led him to have the beliefs that led him to go in and kill those people. So, like, I guess that's where freedom of speech needs to be contained to some extent. And also just that Americans could do well with just using their words instead of... Right. Well, they say, yeah, they say it's screaming fire in a crowded theater yeah. because that's not free speech because it will lead to a, to a death, to a trampling. Um, you know what? we got to go to this show, you and I. But yeah. let's promote your shows. We're all in Edinburgh, by the way. This is coming from the Edinburgh. I didn't do proper instructions. These are all my flatmates. found three These are all my flatmates. You guys are good roommates, by the way. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, our drawing so rack looks fantastic. We have an empty drawing rack. And waiting. By the way, this laundry thing takes two and a half hours to, to complete, and it doesn't dry. Is it not quick wash? <laughs> it's not quick wash. There might be a quick wash. I think we had a dryer somewhere. No, it's just the fridge. It's not plugged in. Yeah, you can put stuff in the fridge. I think the fridge that's not plugged in is just a cupboard. A lot of Where are your shows? Well, people can see you. I think the fridge that's not plugged in is just a cupboard. Damn it. People are always taking my expression. I hear you're performing at... At the Counting House the uh, at 7.30. 7.30 every single night mm-hmm. at the Counting House. It is um, uh, up two flights up. Uh, one flight up. One flight up. What's the name of your show? Distance. Distant by Ahir Shah. Ahir or Ahir? Ahir. Ahir. I know, I just sang it the wrong way. I just corrected myself yesterday. I think Ahir. But if you could just start calling me Cecil, that was. Cecil. You do look like a Cecil. You guys elongate that first syllable, too. It's so clear, like, Ahir. You don't even hear it. It just sounds like you found your teeth. Where are they? Ah, here. I think I keep calling you Ari when it's really Ari, isn't it? It is Ari. Yeah. And you've been remarkably kind to me of how many times I've called you Ari. (laughs) I may have been mispronounced since I was born. I I, I grew up in the South till fourth grade, and they were like Ari and Art. 
It's just fine. It's fine. I was right. It was like David. Well, you didn't finish spelling this. They got my name wrong so much that when me and my friend played twosomes in golf and got paired up with other twosomes at public courses, and I would say my name was Ari, and they were just Aaron, Art, whatever. And I was like, okay. so I just started saying my name was Art, and then they go. I said the first time I was like, they're like, what's your name? My friend said Bob. I was like Art, and the guy goes Ari. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Alice Keeley and friends, you have a, 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 a guest spot show, how do you call it? A yeah, it's like, a, it's like a mixed bill show. I'll do about half an hour and then a couple of people doing that uh, 10, 15 minutes. Uh, that's on at 9 p.m. at the Dragonfly, which is a cocktail bar, every day to the 29th, apart from the 19th of August. So every day, I love this. Every day, so much comedy here. Too much, too much, too much comedy. comedy. Yeah. And, and you guys both have free shows. Yes. So go. As does as as Free show. And our final, the best dress. Alex, I love this yesterday when I bought a jacket and um and I was like, what do you think of this? <laughs> like, why are you asking me? <laughs> I was like, you know why I'm asking you. <laughs> <laughs> because you're exquisite. I'm the fashion police. Yeah, no, I've got a show on at quarter past five at a venue called Whistle Binkies, which is at the bottom of the Royal Mile, and it's called The Art of Grooming. The Art of Grooming. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. I have a show here. so interesting. Weird. I'm going to do a podcast about the Edinburgh. Festival too, but that's you should I'm learn saying. to pronounce Edinburgh before. Edinburgh. Oh. Edinburgh. <laughs> How do I say it? Edinburgh. 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 I feel the letters are being quite harsh, and they're Edinburgh. not. They are it's teasing you without pronouncing that. It's Edinburgh. That's how Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Edinburgh, Scotland. Yeah. Just say Edinburgh and then cough. London of the North. Straight out. I love you. In prime Scottish people are like English people. They will love you. We've never fallen out. Like like almost as good as English people. Straight out. Yeah, like You guys have Twitter accounts. Yes, uh, at Ahirshah. A-H-I-R-S-H-A-H. Uh, at Alex Keeley, that is K-E-A-L-Y. Uh, mine's at Alex Smith Comics. Surprisingly, Alex Smith. Was <laughs> 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 I feel bad for all you normal name people. <laughs> What's your website? Um, at Alex Smith Comedian. But there is an... That, sorry, alexsmithcomedian.com. There is an alexsmith.com. And the guy just totally fucking wasted it. I'm oh. like serious with him. It's just like, he went to Thailand once, and it's just some stories about the time he went to Thailand so his mum could read it. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm going to kill him. Let me have the... Could have just tumbled that. But, you know, he must have, like, bought it in 1992. In the task force that created the internet, there would have been an Alex Smith. <laughs> <laughs> he must have got that fucking early. <laughs> When you guys had to go to war in Iraq for reasons we made up. We, uh, no, we, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> none country, of us went. None country. of us went. Okay, yeah. They, yeah. How did you feel about that? Were you like, what the fuck are we doing there? Or were you like, Pretty yeah, nice. I guess we have to. Were you caught up in the in terrorism? Well, yeah. It was, a, it was okay. kind of a beautiful moment because like, um, uh, in the run-up to the war, like a million people marched and then um, uh, against the war okay. and, uh, and then nothing happened. We still went to war, which means that I sort of don't think I'll ever go to them. <laughs> it's like, oh, it just doesn't, nothing. A million people can turn up in one place and then they'll be like, ah, we'll just still. Once you realize that peaceful protest does not get anything done, then you start to realize that violent protest is the only 
I think that we should go to war with the idea of going to war with Iraq. And let's use loads of guns. Come nicely full circle and deciding that guns are a terrible idea, but maybe would be helpful in changing the world. You start with Iraq, though, like, all's well that ends well, really. Like, It seems like we've done a lot of good there. Yeah, I think really the end justified the situation and... The, uh, my desired end was really the formation of a caliphate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and really, there were no means in the first place. So <laughs> just, just the end. That was, that was good. I'm proud of that. <laughs> All right. Well, um, thank you, guys. Let's go to the show. We're going to be late. Let's say, is there a clock right? Is your watch right? Uh, yes. Uh, we, yeah, we should be out of the front in eight minutes. That's okay. almost more spicy to podcast. This is me. Yeah. Uh, thank you, guys. Thanks thank you. Right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. So, okay, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, Ari Shippers, Skeptic Tank, this is probably my longest intro. No, probably top five. Top five. Paid regular was longer. I think that, I think especially cutting might have been longer. Well, I don't want to have a big rant about Anderson Silva. But it's definitely up there. So ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Ari Shippers, Skeptic, but that's what I like about this. That's the intros. They're more interesting sometimes. They're not just like, hey, here's the episode. There's interesting details in there. Why am I justifying what I'm doing? I'm an artist. Well, this isn't really art. This is just a podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Ari Shabir's Skeptic Tank, episode 231. State of the Union. Or State of the Union address. One of those two. With Dave Smith. Starts now. Talking because of the 15 foot long cord. That's crazy. You want me to do some gardening while we cut? Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> I gotta find those uh, gloves for you. Oh, yeah, please. Leave the Smith is here. You're gonna take my apartment? I'm taking it. Let me doing it back. You're doing chores. Pay for it, I guess. Beat rent. Yeah. Yeah, it does beat rent. Chores do beat rent. Absolutely. I bet favorite was my, my, my manager of my apartment in. Um, in uh, Los Angeles, Curtis. And oh, he, he lived there free. You know they have like you gotta be the you gotta be the guy on duty that can give out keys if we get locked out or like. Wait, is it, you currently still have a place in there? No, 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 my old my old okay. one. But um, yeah, it was just like they let you live rent free, but you have to kind of be available for people. But only sort of because people call you like, oh, there's a leak. You go, well, I I'm out, or you just don't answer your phone. Well, especially for comics, like when you're coming up, that's like the perfect type of situation. Because like, I have free time, I have days free. Lachlan had that. Lachlan Patterson lived right in the same kind of deal. He's the only one I know got it, but for a comic, man, that would be perfect. Yeah. But it's free, but you gotta do some chores. Some chores. You gotta get knocked on your door at like 4 a.m. Like, hey. Yeah, that's fine. You're almost like, as a comic, you're like, as long as you give me from like 
Like 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. They won't give you that. I mean, most of the time the calls will come. It's that's what they would tell them. To, yeah. that, to me, that's when you've got to be like able to be out. Or just be like, oh, sorry, I was, um, I'm visiting my mom today. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow. Like you, just, you can always say, like, start, or like call, I don't know, call somebody else, forward it. I don't, I don't know. It's worth it, though. Lives like that are tough these days. And they see, like, Facebook posts about, like, hey, great show last night, man. Or, yeah. Know. I did get two new Tiki torches. Nice. I saw them. Okay, last time we came here, there was a, uh, just a, a civilization of mosquitoes. Oh, yeah. Outside. Yeah. And I bought this spray, this backyard spray. That might work. Okay. I had something else with last eight hours, but this one, I was at tar- uh, Kmart, and I saw that. It's fucking two weeks. Well, this is off. The good off. people went off. Yeah, from John- from S.C. Johnson, a family company. This podcast is brought to you by S.C. Johnson, a family company. When you, when you shop S.C. Johnson... Okay, you shop family. We're not, but if anyone from S.C. Johnson <laughs> is listening, how much do we just fucking nail it, huh? Off your bucket. She's attached to a hose, and then... That's up to eight weeks. So you're just supposed to spray it on all the plants? Yeah, like spray it, just like spray it from the back, like forward, like all over the yard. And that's for eight weeks, right? mosquitoes and 110 other insects. How many insects are there? I thought there was like 20 insects. <laughs> <laughs> 110 other insects? I mean, are you just making shit up now? You get, how, Jesus Christ, in New York, really? We have like five, yeah. maybe. Five. The chiggers. The chiggers. <laughs> so that's what you call them African-Americans now. Um, <laughs> African American. <laughs> anyway, whatever. And I bought the two tiki torch. I went out there after the rain, and it was bug free. Oh, really? Is that yeah. I think it might be the weed because it really wasn't that bad in June. I don't know if I did this Davy Wester podcast. Either was, that or mosquitoes love Jew blood. Maybe palsy. June sixteenth. It wasn't bad. June June fifteenth or fourteenth. Whenever we did that. Oh, no. Any mosquito experts listening, tweet us. Yeah. Anyway, the point is, hi, welcome to your new home for August. <laughs> it's nice. I like it a lot. The exposed brick is beautiful. Tell them the rules. The yard. Tell them the rules of what? What you when you come. Uh, the rules are, Ari literally left uh, a list of four, I'm sorry, five things. It says made TV. Which, by the way, none of these what? are even explain like... What, explain what made is. Made is that I have to ask other comics who live in the neighborhood, like the uh, like successful comics, or like just anybody at, or who like have a good maid yeah. in the area. I just need a once a month maid. This is really easy to find it. This is not a bad subletting fake. Yeah. Okay, so that's number one. I have to ask some people when I'm at a club. Hey, who's a good I'm maid? Made. Yeah, and then pass that information along. Even like uh, Talia, I bet Talia might know one. He lives in, like not too far. Yeah, right? that motherfucker ain't cleaning up for himself. You don't think so? Even when I look at Chris. Yeah, he's, he's not. Oh, he's not cleaning up himself. No, no fucking way. Uh, then TV, which is just I have to figure out a way to. Which there's no way I'm going to be able to do this myself. But you want me to? And by the way, it might be over there in the corner. That might be the way to do it. All right, I'm going to. I'm going to basically have someone else put a TV up. Rebecca said she's really good at that. Rebecca Trent. Yeah. Into, a, into an exposed brick wall. She said you think she, like, that the guys, Rebecca Trent is because her guys know how to do. That's what they specialize in. Rebecca's got a lot of guys. I don't specialize in a lot of things. And set up my Apple TV. I thought her guys specialized in ironing and skinny jeans. Right. Uh, right. All right. Then it says pictures because there's a few pictures to put up, which is maybe ten minutes of stuff, and then blinds. I'm supposed to figure out blinds. And then the fifth and most important of all 
I think is uh, don't smoke drugs. Which doesn't really mean, like, in general, don't smoke drugs. It means don't smoke Ari's drugs. Yes. But then Ari also, like, gave me basically a pile of my drugs to smoke. <laughs> yes. Soldier at wholesale prices. Smoke this, these drugs, smoke not your drugs. drugs. Because fucking Lewis. Lewis, by the way, I said that to you. I, I told him that because I thought it was hilarious. And he goes, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't smoke any of Ari's weed. Oh, really? Yeah. It just went away? Was it I Beatrice? Guess, uh, I guess. Did yeah. James smoke all my weed? <laughs> the baby. Did the baby smoke all my weed? <laughs> Is that what happened? Lewis, maybe your memory's not so great. What would affect your memory? <laughs> oh, I know. Smoking all of my drugs. I don't remember any of that. <laughs> Lewis, I left a quarter pound. You were there for a week. It. it was like six different pouches, and he cleared them. Yeah. Lewis, motherfucker. Well, I'm a little more respectful than that one. All my edibles are gone. All my ice creams are gone for sure. For sure, for sure. I had those little... Individual services like Ben and Jerry's and shit, the sorbets, Ooh. you know, the small, like this big. Yeah, that I kind of get. You leave me for a whole month with those things. Replace them. Examined. Yeah, I would, I would try to replace them. That's true. This is why Puerto Rico wants to see it as a country. I think replace it. I don't think it's a country. Oh yeah, what is it? We already have this argument. Like, uh, Legion of Skanks. What's the term? Uh, I lost money to Lewis on this. It's not a state or a country. It's somewhere in between. It's a territory or territory. Whatever. That's not the word. I'm looking for, but. Huh? Like that? Uh, nah, I don't know. Yeah. They don't get to vote, but they can come here. Come wherever they want. Yeah. I mean, the Mexicans can come too, evidently, but we, we look down at them. How do we get you? Wikipedia. Let's see what it says. I know there's a word. Commonwealth. Of That's Puerto what Rico. it is. That's where, there we go. It's also oh. an archipelago. Archipelago. Oh, yeah, obviously. It's archipelago. It's one of my favorite archipelagos. All right. Well, anyway, this is the place. It's looking great right now. I cleaned a little bit. I got rid of the boxes. Yeah, it looks a lot better than the last time I was over here. I you know why? Because some girl was coming over here that had been before. And the only reason it ever gets cleaned at yeah, anyone's apartment. You just moved in? This place is great. I was like, no. It's been here for like three months. Just, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you just survive a horrible hurricane? You're doing great for yourself. <laughs> oh, no? Nothing tragic happened in your life? Oh. oh. Wow. Wow. You look great for 70. You're 31? <laughs> oh. Oh. Jesus. I gotta go. Um, anyway, so the last time you're on the podcast was, was when? How long ago? Is this recording? Yes, it is. That would have been unfortunate. Um, I heard BJ's new show. Soda. With Soda? So, yeah. I haven't been able... I don't have Syria. No, I didn't hear it, but I heard about it, that they were, like, started, they're like, all right, let's do this, they did, like, seven oh, that, minutes, yeah, and they yeah. got, oh, like, 20. That's why we're recording. Oh, really? Yeah. So, like, they have it on TV, like, but it's, like, it was all good. Like, what? This is yeah. Guys, it was a long time coming, but we finally got the show. Thanks so yeah. much for listening. Like, Hard and emotional. <laughs> crying, yeah. They like, crying about, again about the deal. If you guys could just do that again, um, that'd be great. <laughs> That's what people don't understand about entertainment. Like, you can just do it. Like, man, you miss lightning in a bottle. It's it's a real performance. All those jibs when people are shooting their specials. Get out of here. You're affecting the performance. All right, I'm sidetracked. When was the last time I was on the show? Yes. Yeah. I think I did. I don't remember when it was, but it was. I did like not the whole episode with you. I did like an intro. I think. No. Oh, that was the last one. That was like that was the last time. Oh, okay. Uh, at your last place. When was that one on? Do you remember the episode? Topic? Oh yeah, it was a, it was about China. So you, it was oh, one yeah, of the ones that when you were over probably. there, and then but then like we just like bullshitted about China for a few minutes, I think. Since then, China has been nuked and fallen from the globe. I don't know how I get my iTunes to show more than twenty. My last twenty fucking what's it called? 
podcast. I used to do this a long time ago. Yeah, I don't know. Eh, anyway. But then I did I did one before that, but that was like years ago at this point, I think. Yeah. Episode like, what, like 130 something? Maybe 135, 134? Yeah, maybe. 133? Motherfucker, that's annoying. You can't see all of them? I could before. There was some setting you have to change. Guys, if you understand iTunes, tweet us. No, no, no. Even. <laughs> I'm do this about every single thing we discuss. Guys, if you work at Off Bug Spray, give us a tweet. Let us know. Yeah. By the way, thank you again, uh, makers of S.C. Johnson and Company, supporting family values. <laughs> at S.C. Johnson, we kill bugs for your family. <laughs> you know, everything like that is always like some company that's been like since 1813 supporting family values. Yeah. You know family values in 1813 were like some fucked up different. values? Yeah. Like, a good whites only Puritan. Dude, I went to the, I went to the gravestone of, uh, it was in Colorado, of, um, of uh, I think Wild Bill Hickok or Buffalo Bill Cody, one of those okay. two. And uh, I think it was Wild Bill Hickok. And they go, here lies Wild Bill Hickok, loving, it was loving father, um, devoted husband, and Indian killer. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's for real. <laughs> one of the things him and his wife wanted on there. <laughs> Never took no shit from no one. <laughs> yeah, wow, that's nuts, dude. Yeah, it was a different world back then, huh? Yes, it was. Hold on, Gravestone. But, you know, you gotta look at it from his perspective. He probably saw some Indians do some pretty fucked up shit. Oh, here it is. No, that ain't it. Or maybe it's not Wild Bill. Maybe this was just one of your peyote concerts and none of this happened ever. That's definitely possible. And when I say possible, I mean probable. <laughs> Um, anyway, alright, so, yeah, but last time we did it, we did a, we was called Fuck the Government. Yeah, which I still stand by that statement. Buffalo Bill. That's not Wild Bill Hickok. That's Buffalo Bill. Which one of them loves killing Indians? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, is that not the same person? Buffalo Bill and Wild Bill Hickok? Is it not the same person? I don't think so. Yeah. All right, I'm never going to get it. All right, do some research ahead of time. <laughs> Damn it. Masterson. Masterson. I feel like if this is real, it should be easier to find, dude. I mean, that's a yeah. pretty fucking big headstone. Like, that's a great... But I don't know who the guy is. Just search the th what you said. Buffalo Bill. Buffalo Bill Hookah, Greystone, Colorado, Indian Killer. Images. Web. Buffalo Bill Cody. There we go. Now, who's he? Dude, I don't know who any that of Buffalo Bill? people are. I guess. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah, that's got to be the same guy, right? Golden, Colorado. That might be it. Here we go. Bone F. Cody. Medal of Honor. Indian Scout. No, right. Indian Wars. Oh, see, he was in wars against Indians. Was yeah, him. bro. They were savages. He had to do what he had to do. Different time. Different time. Agree or disagree? 
I don't um, know. It definitely was a different time. I think. I mean, back then, the Indians weren't killing themselves like they are now. <laughs> you had to go do something. All right, last click, and then we'll be done. Then we're done with the podcast, guys. This was a weird one. Okay. Today's a lot of about racing between Buffalo Bill and the Indians. Um, all right. It's not going to happen. Well, I might have made it up. Well, that might or might not exist, and I'm glad we could give you that. I feel like I tweeted it or, 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 or took an Instagram. It might have been before Instagram, but I feel like I did that. I'll, I'll see if I can find it the outro. Anyway, so the reason I wanted you to come back is to give us a State of the Union address. Well, not really an address. I guess a talk podcast. <laughs> Because all I hear about is the media telling us stuff, the government telling us things through the media, and right. I don't really know what the issues I care about are. I don't care about Caitlyn Jenner that much. <laughs> um, Cosby? They, they give us those news. Sure, Cosby. That's not doing it for you? Not really. I mean, they're like, oh, is rape wrong? Like, yeah, we already knew that. Well, we already knew rape was wrong. It's interesting because, like, um, you know a lot, when you say, like, what the news is telling us, I, I always harp on this point a lot, but, like, because a lot of people I know they'll be like kind of without even overthinking it they'll just be like oh yeah that's because we have the corporate news media or and they go like um kind of like that's because all they care about is profits all they care about is you know like they're advertisers so they just want to do whatever story sells yeah like that's the narrative you know what i mean like whatever story sells and that's why we don't get good news because they're just going for sales or clickbait you know you hear people talk about that a lot like and i'm not saying there's no problem with that but you know what's really interesting is like okay so snowden Right? I mean, that, what was that, last year, the year before, or whatever? That was, like, the biggest story of the year. And he approached a few mainstream uh, media outlets. All of them. That refused to cover it. Yeah. And then eventually he had to go to The Guardian, like, this kind of, like, independent news source, and then it blew up, and then they all had to cover it. But so I'm just saying, when they were offered the number one story of the year, they didn't want it. You know, it's not just about it's not just about making money or just about the number one story or just about what people want to hear. It's about not upsetting this power structure. You know what I mean? Like not yeah. losing access. So like that's that to me is like why they are because there's such like incredibly interesting stories that they don't yeah. talk about. Well, like, my thing is that like, like we couldn't cover, we couldn't make news off, it. and it's like. Well, he wasn't demanding a shitload of money for it, was he? No, he didn't want anything. Right. So then it's no, like, no, no. how much would it cost? Like, would it cost the same as running on page four or even the metro section of the Washington Post? I know yeah. the Washington Post turned it down. Yeah, I know the Washington yeah, Post, the Times as well, well, I believe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> turned down the Snowden story. Just well, they got to things. Well, Amy you couldn't even talk about Puerto Ricans ten years ago. I mean, that's news. <laughs> But you couldn't even run it in the metro section on page four of the metro section. I think it when I, like, you'd rather cover Dog Bites Man or yeah, that is Man Bites Dog. Or like, like, there's no space for it. They don't, and that's, what, that's what's considered news. You couldn't Amy give it to a Schumer, local volleyball like, cover guy. Someone's feelings could be hurt by Amy Schumer jokes. That's news, you know. And by the way, when I say uh, Snowden didn't want money for it, I don't just like pulling out of my ass like, oh, this guy didn't want money. This guy had information that was worth 
hundreds of millions of dollars to foreign governments. He could have gone around. You know how wow. he was in Russia ultimately? This motherfucker could have gone out and made himself rich beyond people's wildest dreams. No one in the, by the no, way, the no one in the U.S. government had any clue, this is their official position, had any clue that he had taken this information. They found out the way we all found out through Glenn Greenwald. Eric Snowden just stopped reporting that's why for work. Saying, that's why Obama kept saying, well, that's all he has, so we're that's good. They, and then he like, got more. Like, mm. And they go, they don't know. They don't every time he's like, well, we've never done anything like this. And go, yes, you have here. How about this? Yeah. Like, God damn it. Exactly. Stop releasing shit. And so I'm just saying, this, he's like, this stop guy, lying. he chose, rather than doing any of that, to go to a serious, you know, uh, uh, like, news organization and, and make them vet the information, make sure they didn't put anything out that would put, like, agents in the field in danger, make yeah. sure they only put out, you know what I mean, like, impl- like, he did it so right, there's no way you could... But anyway, but just the point that I was making there is that I think that really exposes why the, the media doesn't... It's not the big story. So they want, the, they want a story that gets ratings and doesn't upset anyone in power. So what they love is, like, a storm or a plane going down, or Donald Trump. Or Boston. Or, yeah, or Boston something. Bombing. Or, oh my God, a terrorist attack on American? That's the bet, because that's what the establishment loves. Doesn't the establishment loves and gets ratings? Like, this will rally us up for war? ISIS is beheading people? Ooh, that's perfect. That will give you all day long. But the most, look, dude, to me what's crazy is that if you just wanted ratings, I mean, look, for me, if I was, like, getting murdered right now, like, if I just got jumped and people were, like, stabbing me, I was like, oh, shit, they're going to kill me? Mm-hmm. Just right after the, like, you know, your family and stuff like that, you might think about, I'd be like, oh, no, but we live in such interesting times. I want to see how this all works out. Like, that's why I wouldn't want to die. It's such an interesting... We live in the wealthiest, most, you know, like, the highest level of humanity in recorded history, and it's all falling apart. What an interesting time to live in. Yeah. How come they don't talk about that story more? I mean, like, here's the deal, though. It's like, obviously, you want people to, you want to give people the stories they kind of want to hear about to a degree. But if you're a news source, you can't, it's not like Facebook where people just click on the stuff they want to see, you know? Right. If you're a news source, you've got to choose. Okay, guys, we're not going to cover Caitlyn Jenner that much. That's great. We'll, we'll do a little piece on it. She's famous. But mostly, we're bringing you guys to this stuff. We're not right. going to bring you world star hip hop videos. Yeah. Well, I look at that. That's not the news. It's, I know you'd all want to see those, but that's not the program. We're well, it's kind of like you. That's almost like the way I look at it is like in the sense that like, look, you're going to go to a comedy club tonight and like you're going to make people laugh. Like that's the goal. But you're not going to put a fucking red clouds nose on and like dance around and shit like that. You're right. doing a professional stand up comedy set. Like, right, like right. I'm going to do like jokes and do like do. and talk. And make it you know, and do like this is a higher level of comedy than just like farting into a microphone or something like that. Like, you know, it's I have uh, done that so, with Sam, by the way. For real, I have done that with Sam. I'm not going to say you can't miss I the I called my shot. I said, hey, guys, just so you know, uh, this story shows the best. And also, just so you know, I have a part coming that I may uh, do into the mic later. And then, like, eight minutes later, I did it. And they were like, what? See, that's, that's still a little bit more than just farting into the mic. Right, yeah. There's a little bit of a, you know, there was some structure there. But you get what I'm saying. Like, yeah, so I think you're right about that with the news. But they could very easily get crazy ratings by giving you the top-level stories. See, there are these huge, huge stories that they do the, these things where they all... It's amazing, dude, what they can choose to, to make disappear or what they can choose to make a story that's going to stick around forever. Like, uh, uh, to me, a good example of that is, like, um, so I, I don't even know if you know about this, but so, like, say, like, well, obviously you know this, but so the Donald Sterling tape, 
of him having a conversation where he's like, don't hang out with black people to his girlfriend. Yeah. That's like, that's getting replayed that's every day. Oh, don't throw it, yeah. yeah the, the Clippers. Yeah, yeah. that, that's like a, that, that, you know, that's out every day. That's going to be the huge thing. It's going to be a story. This tape of Hillary Clinton came out where she's laughing about getting a, a child rapist off. You know, Hillary Clinton was a criminal defense attorney. Oh, way back she's, then? She's laughing about when how she got... Tape? Way back? The tape's from, like, years and years ago. It's from when she still had a southern accent. Oh. So it must be from a while ago. But this is from a, this is from a, a thing decades ago. But she's laughing, just cackling about how funny it is that this guy, who was clearly guilty, she was able to convince the jury that it was this miscarriage of justice and get him off. And she's laughing. The story is about bringing the panties. Of the girl. There's a 14-year-old girl who was brutally raped, said her life was ruined about it. She's laughing about how she was able to get the, the panties with his semen in it, and then she had the, you know, the big piece of evidence and took it to a lab and was able to get some lab doctor to you know, bullshit about it. And it's, I mean, this, it's just nothing. And Hillary Clinton's base is like feminist. Yeah. It's like people who are into the fact that she's like the first woman president. There are people who will rail against guys like me or you for doing a joke that they say contributes to a culture that allows women to maybe be raped. But yet Hillary Clinton is laughing about uh, the rape of a, of a child. It's, dude, I'll tell you the audio, if you're pulling it up now, yeah. it's not great. But like, and it's a long tape, so it's not very easy to like break into sound clips, but it's yeah. pretty damning if you fucking listen to it. Hang on, I'm going to put it, I think I'll put it up on the website. Yeah, absolutely. But I want to listen to it right now for a second. Sure. I'll pause it and I'll listen to it right now, but I'll put it up on the website. Sure. Yeah. So just the point I'm making on that tape, so you just listen to, to the tape, is just, dude, this isn't, I'm not trying to be a hypocrite here. I'm not saying like, we're, we're like comics. I'm not saying we're above like, if there's some story on the news. We make a joke about it. We've made jokes on Legion of Skanks about really, really fucked up stories on the news sure. and laughed about them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, dude, if you were a criminal defense attorney who got, by the way, I was wrong when I said 14, it's a 12-year-old, who years. got someone off who raped a 12-year-old, could you, that is something you'd have to morally wrestle with for the rest of your life. Did you ever bring that up in a Got public? Got jail time served in the county jail. He's been in county jail for about two months. And she goes, I got him off because there was a terrible miscarriage of justice and starts cracking up laughing while she says there was a terrible miscarriage of and justice. And I'll tell you what. I mean, it, 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 if they do this, I can serve over to a white male, some, an old guy like Trump. I don't know anything about politics, but who fits what looks like their version of what a demon should look like. Um, it's easy to be like, look at him callously laughing at this thing. And what she's doing is, it's probably 10 years after she got him off. Yes. It's in the 80s, this was recorded. I think it was 75 was the case. Okay. And here's the deal. Same thing with doctors. They see a lot of death. It stops affecting them after a while. It's not like Grey's Anatomy where every time. I've talked to doctors, like, it, after a while, you become desensitized to it. So she probably had tons of cases. This is one of them. She's not doing it. But she definitely wasn't handling it with the kind of, like, I don't know. I get sanctity that the people would, her supporters would want her to handle it. Well, that's for sure. But that's it, also look, thirty years ago. The original point that I was trying to make from that is just that they can really pick and choose what stories in the right. media they run with yeah. and what they don't. They so Donald them. Sterling, someone none of us ever cared about, never heard of, owns a basketball team. Yeah. He 